0: How you doing? Welcome into the show. How y'all doing? Woo, happy Sunday afternoon, maybe evening where you are, maybe something like that. Bubba Joe, what's going on, man? How you doing? You doing good, homie? All right, um,
1: b- I am sitting here in shock.
0: Wait, why are you in shock? Because I'm on time.
1: You're on time. I'm on
0: time. It's a, a new leaf, new year. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. I'm gonna go take a break. I'll be back in ten minutes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome in, everybody. Appreciate time you guys. To light the
1: studio on fire? I mean, start a fire? I am
0: very cold, actually. I've got a heater. You remember that that electric heater that everybody said was gonna burn down the studio? It's still going. All right, I'm good. All I'm saying, it's it's fine. The studio is not. I I cranked the thing up, Trader. I turned it way up because the studio is studio is cold. So I cranked this electric heater that's plugged into a power strip that's plugged into the same outlet as my computer on the same circuit i cranked it all the way up maximum power maximum power
2: (laughs) well ladies and gentlemen when the whole stream goes dark you know why
0: (laughs) maybe it's because i caught my studio on fire we'll find out good afternoon everybody welcome to the show (laughs) my name is ultimate djs welcome in to talking trek season five can you believe that bubba joe season five it's a new year Somehow we have survived four entire years together. And here we are, breaking into year number five. Uh, and I would like to welcome you guys all to a very special Talking Trek server sound off. Who is here for the inaugural season one, season five, episode number one. You guys hit it. in the talking track server sound up. Kid Kirky on 181. What's going on? Beat for the Gods on 17. Louis P on 20. Spectre on 11. Moopsy on server 130. Thank you. Dabrick on 21. Officer Soto on 167. Clap it to Kirk on season uh, season 9. Server 9. JT Bob on 156. Master Yodi on 32. Akila Hawk on 21. Engineer on 89. QWERTY on 45. Mitt Strangler on server 9. Oster on 37. Wolfwood on 49. Marmac on 21. I kill you on 15. Keith on 49, Annie McKinney-Face on 1, 88. Sotak on 28, Noon Whistle on 29, Papa Smurf on 61, Dominus on 53, Wolf on 40, Kinky Boots on 125, DC Two-Toes on 31, Divemont on 12, Pax Magellan on 184, Blazed on 31, and the list goes on, Bubba Joe. 188 additional messages in the Talking Trek server sound off and live in our studio audience, 287 players. Thank you guys so very much for being here. Uh, Welcome into the show. Appreciate you guys also very, very much for being here. Over uh, here in our Discord live, whether it's uh, on Playback, on iTunes, uh, Spotify, that thing there, Bubba Joe. Um, let's see, where else are we on? Google, YouTube music. Maybe you're watching live on uh Twitch simulcast right now or watching back on VOD, wherever it is that you are enjoying your content. We thank you very much for being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. Hello, happy 2024. Baba Joe, do you have a nice new year? Pressing a button. Baba! Bubba's muted now for some reason. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll come back and find out how his new year was here in just a moment. Trader, welcome back to the stage. How was your new year? Bubba is shielded. Was I heard Bubba Joe got raided. Bubba. <laughs> uh huh. Yes, I heard you. I heard you. Uh, you might have lost a resource or two.
1: I did lose a resource or two.
0: Did Thank you? you Tell me a little bit about that. Do you wanna you want can you tell me about it in the next 60 seconds or do we need to do we need to go here? I'll just I'll hit the button.
1: Well I'm I'm not you, so I can talk about it in sixty
0: seconds. <laughs> tell us what happened. Bubba Joe got raided, everybody. Bubba Joe got rated! What? Where's the buttons?
3: Give me all the buttons!
0: Bubba Joe indeed lost trillions and trillions and multiple trillions of resources over the holiday break. Breaking one of probably the longest streaks in the game at not being rated Bubba Joe up until this last week. How long it had been since you have been cracked and rated.
1: So there was a, another glitch that had happened. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe a year prior, uh, and then before that, I had never glitch.
0: Been glitch. All right, tell tell us what happened. First of all, how much did you lose? I just I need to know that first.
1: Oh, uh, right around I think sixty-two trillion. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. That yeah, I am a little bit, just a little
1: <laughs> sixty-two
0: trillion. That's a lot, man. I think that's more than I've been rated for. Jonathan Ingram and Wardon, have you guys rated for me, me for more than sixty-two trillion? I don't think so. I mean, it could be close. I've been rated for multiple trillions, but yeah, Bubba if, Joe. If
3: you're gonna
2: do
0: it, you gotta go big. Right? <laughs> that's right. Go big or go home. Bubba Joe rated for sixty-two trillion over the holiday break. Uh, Bubba, what happened? Tell us. Tell us about
1: it. I got to know. Well, I I uh, I had been asked <laughs> to do some science. <laughs> which involved PvP, Uh-huh. and I was at work, mm-hmm. so I was kind of trying to do this in a hurry. And so I did my science, and I put up a shield, and I immediately logged off. Mm-hmm. And after work, I logged <laughs> in, and I was being raided.
0: You know, the chat does remind me, Bubba Joe, that step one of your plan was to cost Scopely packs by giving away trillions and trillions of resources. So I don't know. We might feel like you're being slightly disingenuous. Okay. I mean, possibly.
1: (laughs) Well, if I'm going to give away trillions and trillions of resources, I would like to choose who I'm giving them away. (laughs) Oh, this is fantastic
0: yeah yeah what about your notifications pegasus wants to know if you've got notifications working
1: i got no notifications
0: of course not uh was this during incursions
1: it was not during incursions
0: that's good that's good because you would have lost it, it
1: was your- before incursions however Whew. that did not lead to my uh being blameless for us losing our incursions
0: did not lead to you being blameless what did you lose incursions for your server as well well, you're just no. a thousand this week, aren't you? I
1: did I did not lose incursions for my server. <laughs> I was shielded for twenty-three hours, um, fifty-nine minutes and forty-two <laughs> seconds of incursions. There you go. I did not cost I did not give away any resources during incursions. That That's does good. not mean that people did not blame me.
0: Uh I will tell you that uh there there could have potentially Bubba Joe. Been a little bit of blame for at least the PvP points that you might have given up uh, during... Oops, wrong button. Uh, where's my button? There we go. Uh, take a look at your screen here, folks. You'll see here this is Bubba Joe dying to our very own Sergeant Eppy, uh here in the chat. And this, uh, this brings me many chuckles as well, Bubba Joe. I'll throw this into the graphics room for you guys if anybody wants to see uh, Bubba Joe actually engaging in PvP. That's this is what you're looking at right here, Bubba Joe. Tell us about this a little bit. You actually engaged in PvP. Was this during Incursions, or was this just you hanging out?
1: Um, I think this well, was during Incursions.
0: Oh, you can't see it. Uh, you and Epi. First of all, is Epi on your server? I think this was during Incursions. I think he got you during Incursions. This is during Incursions. Yeah, uh, Sergeant Epi and, and Bubba Joe. You know I can
1: tell it's during Incursions. Why? Because Incursions is the only time I put PvP crews on my ships.
0: (laughs) Well, I kind of wondered about that. So, uh, yeah, no doubt. Um, there's uh, Sergeant Eppy was very, very proud of this S- screenshot. Sergeant
1: Eppy was able to successfully uh, destroy a badly wounded Minerva. Yes. I t- <laughs> With a bigger Minerva.
0: I messaged that. Um, I said that. I was like, well, it looks like you only had about 10% haul. He said, kill's a kill. Dub's a dub. I'm like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> it's true. It's Dub's, true. A, Dub's dub. a dub. Uh, I a dub. Will-
1: and plenty of my ships died very quickly to certain ships. So, yeah. Um. I think <laughs> I might have been stung in that picture. I don't remember. There was one uh where I was my um my Minerva versus uh an opponent's I believe Minerva and I got stung and I watched all their shots rattle off and I go, Where are my shots? But oh yeah, no. Yeah. I uh I shit.
0: do have one other screenshot that I just threw into the graphics room uh for you guys that <laughs> that I think is actually hilarious. I wanted to actually uh, share this one as well, if you guys could get a quick peek at this one. Uh, Shout out to Rev Deuce, who actually sent this one to me. And uh, (laughs) this one. This one, Bubba Joe, just see if you can take a quick peek. Take a quick peek at this one, Bubba Joe, and tell me if you think that you can mathematically explain this. Uh, This is a screenshot of a Tier Ten Sanctus going up against a Tier Nine titan which is a g6 ship all right still using ag 6 rare ship ag 6 rare ship a g6 rare ship a seven and a half billion power against 850 million power and taking the dub bubba joe can you please uh give us your best analytical explanation for this particular screenshot
1: absolutely the g6 ships are bad <laughs> i'm gonna
0: go with this right here perhaps uh this being the explanation bubba joe uh scopely saying we test everything before we release it us coming back and saying did you test the new pvp crew and scopely doubling down yes we test everything before it releases. Baba Joe, Captain Carol Freeman, the gift that keeps on giving.
1: Uh, <laughs> Freeman is not
0: the problem. Oh, my God. We're going to carry this into 2024, are we? Bubba Joe uh, vehemently jumping to Carol Freeman's defense. Carol Freeman is not the problem, so he says. Uh, meanwhile, we've got 800 million ships taking out 8 billion power ships. But sure has nothing to do with Carol Freeman.
1: I'm not saying it doesn't have something to do with Carol Freeman. It's just <laughs> saying she is not the problem.
0: Fair enough. Uh, well, and we know that. I mean, we know that. We know what the problem is, and that leads us into a portion of our discussion today uh, as we get ready to start our first episode, season one. Uh, sorry, our f- episode number one of season five. Here we are on Talking Trek. You know Thank what you're you doing right now? What? i'm stalling i'm don't know. i just I'd... i'm stalling you should be I'm... a
1: little confused to what's going on
0: first of all i have a runny nose second of all i keep confusing season one and season five with episode one of season five uh anyway uh, but we do well if
1: you're ever confused go back and watch some good star trek and you'll be able to tell a drastic difference <laughs> between season one and season five of any series
0: are you implying that our season one was
1: trash I'm not suggesting that at all. I'm just saying that if you're ever confused, there are differences between season one and season five. Fair.
0: Our, our, uh, season one might be trash compared to what it is today. I don't know. Uh, it's possible. I don't know. Uh, but we are going to take a very quick break for our audience watching over on the Twitch side of things. In the meantime, our podcast audience and those on playback will get, what is this? What is this? Lloyd? All right, I'm going to th- I'm going to pop this up real quick for you guys to take a quick peek at before uh, <laughs> before we go to break. Baba Joe, I have been my likeness has been stolen from me. All right, I
1: <laughs> I do not like this at all, that, Lloyd. It looks like you. It's a T-Swift uh, sweatshirt. Right? I am so wearing that's a, you. I'm wearing a
0: Taylor Swift uh, hoodie in this, but w- what actually happened to me? Was I, I it's might
2: like have. having a stroke. I,
0: <laughs> oh my God. Uh, if you are, if you're watching uh, or listening in podcasts, you definitely go check out the graphics room for that. That needs to be made into a meme. I mean, that that, ah. needs, that needs to be made into an emote. Can we use that as an emote on our Twitch or, or somewhere else? I mean, that's, <coughs> that's fantastic. I like it. Uh, anyway, okay, we're going to take a break. And uh, when we return, we'll get into the meat and potatoes of our show. For those of you in the uh, live Discord or listening on podcast, we will have your stupid news for you we appreciate you guys all being here my name is ultimate djs welcoming you into the new year 2024 here on stfc talking trek uh star trek fleet commands official podcast we'll be back right after these words in the meantime for all the rest of you it is indeed time for your stupid news
2: stupid Stupid news.
0: Yes, it's time for the news. Time for your news. All right. Uh, Bubba Joe, a mob of over 100 looters purposefully crash. I got to get this off the screen. This is distracting me. It's still on my screen, Bubba Joe. This, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Every time I look up, it's there. i going to have to. Get rid of that. That's messing with me. Uh, <laughs> that's messing with me. A mob of over 100 looters, Bubba Joe, purposely crashed a Kia into a small Compton bakery before uh, they flooded in and ransacked the store this past week during a night of rampage on the streets. Uh, these crooks are the lowest of the low. We're being told by witnesses they no longer have their Kia soul.
2: <laughs> Ah-ha! Yeah!
0: Aha! I thought that one was good. Yeah, I did, Joker. Did you deliver the punchline? Yeah. Stop it, Bubba. <laughs> that was the Dragon Keeper's. Like I don't get it. Um. All right, fine. Let's try this next one. A um. Someone's gonna have to help me figure this out. Uh. This pronunciation of this word. A is it a ca- a capuchin monkey? Does anybody know what I'm talking about, Bubba Joe? It's a kind of monkey. It's over in Ireland. A, a cap. Capuchin? Capuchin. Capuchin. A capuchin. And
2: cap,
4: it's, capuchin? It's not... Yeah.
0: Am I saying it all. You all... gotta
4: say it. You gotta say it very fast.
0: Capuchin. Capuchin. I got you.
5: It's a capuchin monkey.
0: <laughs> Lord. <laughs> a capuchin monkey who escaped from a sanctuary in Ireland is likely on the hunt for a mate bubba joe this is according to the sanctuary's owner he'll be on the hunt moving from location to location at all hours of the night trying to find his lady sounding somewhat familiar wondering if he's actually going to decide to hit up the monkey bars oh my god
3: that was bad
0: monkey bars come on all that work well, i get it. For that. it doesn't make it less
2: bad <laughs> i cracked myself
0: up with that one i did i wrote it i Can started tell.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: monkey bars that's the best joke i've written in months oh god <laughs> monkey bars all right i got more mickey mouse Thank you, Adominus. He was like, "That was one of the best." Hot, hot, so. It's a bars. All right, who? Serious face. Mickey Mouse. Can you guys believe this? I have crazy, crazy news. Trader Mickey Mouse is now public domain. Disney has owned the copyright on Mickey Mouse for 95 years. You know, filmmakers around the company, around the country, around the world in fact, are so excited to have an old idea to recycle. Um, Finally released of Disney's copyright, Mickey Mouse is already the horror, or the focus of two horror films, currently in production but if you really want to film a horror show point an iphone at two parents purchasing tickets to see mickey in florida and you got you got what you need
1: yeah as as some people are pointing out in the chat DJ, your information is incorrect uh only well, the steamboat of- Willie version of mickey mouse is open domain oh but they're still
6: gonna you're definitely right though they're still gonna make just like they did with winnie the pooh they made what was it, Blood and Honey? They're yeah. going to make horror
4: flicks out of Mickey Mouse. Yeah.
0: Mickey Mouse is going to start killing people. Uh, I'm excited about it. Uh, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> God, the news is so good today. Snoop Dogg <laughs> will provide regular reports for NBC's Olympic coverage in Paris next summer. Ladies and gentlemen, Snoop Dogg is reporting on the Olympics. Because naturally, Trader, when you think of athletic excellence, you think about a 52-year-old pothead. That's what I. Yes. <laughs> yes. Specter says he uh, he's an expert in the high jump. And I'm following. There you go. Got it. Uh, <laughs> oh man, so good today. A recent report says Nicki Minaj refused to perform her song "Starships" to a disappointed New Year's Eve crowd. Because, quote, traitor, she doesn't like that stupid song. She would rather perform artistic masterpieces like Stupid Ho and Sex in the Lounge. Yes, right. <laughs> she doesn't like the good one. Uh, yeah, finally. <laughs> God. Am I just, am I, did I take two?
2: Going to hell. <laughs>
0: This is what happens when I've had two weeks to write the news. Uh, It's good, actually, for a change. More people fled California than any other state in 2023. This is what we're going out on, Trader. More people left California than any other state in the year 2023. In Los Angeles, for instance, they're now selling maps of where the stars used to live. Uh, (laughs) Let me be the first to say a few words to California Governor Gavin Newsom. Great job! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he did it, everybody.
1: All right, you're excited about all the Californians going to uh, Virginia. <laughs> Where are they going? Wait, what? Vir- Virginia?
0: They're coming to Virginia.
1: That's well, fine. they have to go somewhere. No, they ain't coming up on my mountain. They ain't coming uh-huh. up on no. Just wait until they buy it out from underneath. They're not
0: buying my mountain. They f- could
1: they could sell a one bedroom house in California and buy your entire mountain.
0: <laughs> yeah, they'd have to buy it from me. They'd have to buy it from me. Okay? My oh, price tag. My price tag is very high.
1: That's right. And oh. they understand eminent domain, because you know, California.
4: <laughs> yes. Eminent domain is in fact cool for meeting.
0: Oh yeah. Alright. Fine. They're still not getting my mountain. <laughs> Bubba Joe, do we have anything <laughs> You you about
1: them leaving California now?
0: They can go wherever. Just not on my mountain. Uh, Bubba <laughs> Joe, do you have anything going on in the world of sports today?
1: Uh, theoretically, I think I do. Yeah,
0: football's over. So, I mean I mean not not like over over, but it is if for anybody playing fantasy football, it's pretty much over.
1: Unless you're an actual fan a of a statement. team. That is a true statement. Yeah. Although there is an important game that's starting like right now. Ooh. Two of them in fact. What is that? Uh, Well, the Green Bay Packers are going to uh, lose in Week 18 and allow my Seattle Seahawks to make the playoffs again.
0: Wait a second. The Packers are playing
1: the Seahawks? No. The Packers are playing the Bears, and the Seahawks are playing the Cardinals. But last year, the Seahawks needed the Lions, who had nothing to play for, to beat the Packers so the Seahawks could get into the playoffs. Yeah, I remember that. And they did.
0: (laughs) They did. The Lions, so, who had so nothing this year, to gain.
1: Um, the Bears, this year, the Bears are going to pull it off, going to disappoint the Packers fans again. Do you know any Packers fans, DJ? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm. Listen, we're going to make the <laughs> playoffs.
0: Right. We're going to make the playoffs, and we're going to do it without without um, the guy who's getting sued by Jimmy Kimmel. Did you guys hear about that? I did. <laughs> Alright. Uh-huh. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Running dude, back. what happened to Aaron Rodgers? No, what happened to Aaron Rodgers, dude? Like, dude just like all of a sudden got he's super crazy. duper crazy. He got he's man, like,
1: been super duper no, crazy. No, he's
0: not been this crazy, man. He is super duper freaking crazy over the last year and a half. I think it's that girl he's dating. <laughs> I'm going to sound like my mom for a second. I think really? it's that girl he's dating. It's, it's She's a bad influence on him. What's that girl's name? Woodley, Savannah Woodley, whatever her name is. It's bad news, Aaron. Get away from still, her, Aaron. Are they still dating? I thought they were still dating. Are they not still dating? Oh. oh. Wait, he married a Marvel chick. No, he didn't. Shailene Woodley. Woodson. Woodley? Woodson. Shailene Woodley. Woodley. Yeah, bad influence, She's Aaron. Marvel.
1: She's in um, She was uh, in a uh, different series. Yeah, uh, Divergent.
0: Divergent, yeah. That, those series of movies that never even got finished because they were so bad.
1: They didn't finish
0: them. They didn't finish them, did they? There are three books. They did three movies.
3: Yeah, but yeah. one of the movies was, movies was
0: like, yeah, the mo- The only one of them made it to theaters. The other one's like made for TV. No. I think you can find it on the Hallmark Channel no. sometimes.
1: Yeah, all three terrible. went to theaters.
0: They're bad. I saw all three
1: movies. of them in theaters.
0: Well, the books were far
1: better than the movies. The movies sucked. And that is also true. The books were far better. Than yeah,
0: the movies were terrible. Anyway, Bubba Joe's sports.
1: Running back Saquon Barkley says it is a possibility that Week 18 will be his last game as the New York Giants. No kidding. Which would make him the second luckiest football player on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> obviously the luckiest player on the planet will be the dude who leaves the New York Jets
0: <laughs> Oh, is the button boom there you go got the button for you nice Bubba Joe uh luckiest player will be the one that leaves the Jets
1: uh anything else going on in the in the news the New York Jets have the longest NFL oh. playoff drought as they haven't made the postseason since 2011. so if you'd like to buy the Jets a, a fan a gift get a pack of paper bags with eye holes of pre-cut out (laughs) there you go
0: I didn't know that I interrupted your Jets joke sorry it was just one continuous continuous thing the
1: NFL fined Carolina Panthers owner David Tepper for $300,000 for throwing a drink on a Jaguars fan I heard about this
0: yeah no I heard about this there was video right he threw he was in the box he's the owner and he threw a drink at a fan why how do you do that oh my god crazy anyway sorry although
1: most people say that owning the panthers franchise is punishment enough for him (laughs) that's good could you imagine dj paying 300 grand for a drink
0: you know at hindsight Bubba and joke maybe If I attended one of the football games, I don't know. There you go. Yeah, that's that's it. That's
1: that's exactly right. If you you attended an NFL game, you know exactly what that feels like.
0: Paying $300,000 for a drink. Ladies and gentlemen, that is your stupid news. All right. Welcome in, everybody. Woo! Woo! There you go. Uh, Bubba Joe, appreciate you being here. Happy New Year to you, my friend. Uh, Wow, wait a second. Are we still? No, we're not still in commercial break. That was going to say that would have been a really long one there uh no but we're back uh appreciate it welcome into our twitch audience welcome into our podcast audience whether you're live whether you're on simulcast whether you're on playback we appreciate you guys all sticking with us uh as we premiere a new season here we are. If you're in iTunes or anywhere where you download your podcast, you'll notice that it now says season five up at the top as we are breaking into our 2024 season. Trader, congratulations to you uh, on the successful completion of yet another season of Talking Trek. Can you believe we are entering year number five? Isn't that crazy?
4: No,
2: that is crazy.
0: It is. Entering year number five. what's, in, doing, uh, in, I
2: don't know what's even crazier. What's that? We all still like each other.
0: Yes, I know. That's crazy, right? I know. Bubba Joe and I fight all the time. We still love each other. Uh, but yeah, we are uh, entering season five here on Talking Track, and we appreciate you guys all being with us. This is our first episode of the year, and our last episode before the next arc begins. So obviously, Bubba Joe, we've got a lot of work to do today. Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah. Wait, what? Was I not sp- There was already an announcement. There was already an announcement. It was made. The announcement says that uh, the game will go into maintenance on January the 9th at 4 a.m. Eastern you time.
1: You don't know what's happening from that maintenance.
0: <laughs> You're right. <clears throat> Four they solid- could be
1: fixing all the bugs in the game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get, Bubba Joe. You Hold on. Do I, do I have another one? I might have another one. Oh, no, that's not the one I was going for. Where's my other trombone? Where's the trombone? There it is. Yeah, that <laughs> it was a good try, Bubba Joe. Uh, but no, obviously maintenance cap happening. And four years later, we do understand what that maintenance means. Uh, it is the same maintenance that has occurred on a Tuesday morning for all of time. Since arcs began, the monthly arc will, uh, will, will happen this way. At least that's what, listen, they, Bubba might be right. Bubba might be right. Maybe they're going to change it up on us after five years, but uh, it could mean uh, more traditionally that we're just getting new bugs. All right? We're going to get new bugs <laughs> on on Tuesday. That being said, Bubba Joe, we did take some time off for the holidays. We've got some stuff to catch up on. And something that happened this past week, which I, you know, I kind of spent a little bit of time on Twitch. What was it, Thursday night, uh, Trader, that we hung out a little bit? I actually kind of liked it. I liked the winter hunt, if you will, it was a, a rehash on the summer hunt series, the Herogen series that we had earlier this past summer. Bubba Joe, uh, you and I have not had a chance to really talk about that, and I wanted to spend a few minutes on it, but I did notice a few changes to this event. Uh, they weren't exactly what we had called for uh, back when summer hunt ran. I remember you and I talked. I even went back and listened to that. Um and was talking about some of the changes that we wanted to see. You specifically wanted to see a real notable change in how the events progressed uh, because you felt like last time they weren't really a progressive style. This time, they actually did it in half the time and not exactly like you had recommended, but still I feel like the progression felt better than it did in the first run. What did you think about the the reiterative changes, reiterative changes that they made versus uh, from the summer hunt over here to the winter hunt, and were you more satisfied with this run of the event?
1: Um, no.
0: No. Okay. Uh, shall we break it down into categories? I know that you did tell me you were very, very fussy about the rewards. And and we can certainly talk about that a little bit, especially for G6. We did mention that on Thursday, Trader, that the G6 players were totally disenfranchised with this event because the rewards yes. in Sigma Resources were absolutely, gosh, not really any other word for it other than pathetic, I would imagine, Baba Joe. Can you share with the community what kind of rewards you were looking at for this type of event?
1: Um, well, you know, part of the problem, right, is that because scopely did this conversion to sigma resources right and clearly didn't think about it because you can't convert everything to sigma resources and still require the old resources right you can't do this conversion and still require the old one so they're giving tons of the old one which is completely worthless and nothing of the new one and so every event we have we get this teeny tiny token amount of sigma resources and you know, as we were talking about earlier today in, in the chat, you know, like 200 billion steel. I don't need 200 billion steel. I don't need 1 billion steel. And so I'm getting this. Scopely's going to look at what it About 62 go, trillion. look at all these resources we're giving you. And I'm like, yeah, you gave me like a thousand sigma. Like, so that's if I, it. If I do that 500 more times, I could do one building.
0: So that's it. That's what we're talking about. They gave you a boatload of traditional resources but one thousand sigma resources is and that was right. the complaint. Um that really well, in the and resources that, was that you for guys steel. need. It
1: obviously goes down from there for Tritanium and Dilithium.
0: So okay. W- was it a thousand Sigma like per redeem? Or was that I like think it for was, an event?
1: So someone may someone may have a, a, an image of that. I wanna say it was like like eight hundred per redeem.
0: Yeah, that does seem low. What? what? Oliver's hanging out. He says, "Daddy, daddy, 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 I need to tell you something." What? What are you telling me? In the freezer,
4: it says two cube twenty three,
0: and then a ground twenty twenty three. Yeah, that's deer meat.
2: <laughs>
0: so I've got deer meat in the freezer, and it's labeled. And he, what did you think it was? Ice cream? I thought it was like a Rubik's Cube ice cream. <laughs> An ice cream Rubik's Cube. These kids come up with the craziest thing, Bubba Joe. No, that's deer meat. So don't mess with that. I'm going to make that. I'm going to cook it. No, it's not roadkill. I didn't do it. Somebody else gave it to me. Chloe P wants to say hi. Say hi to Chloe P in the camera. There you go. Hey, what's up, Louie P? Appreciate that. Um. Anyway, all right. Listen, hey, I'm trying to work, all right? So you're going to go back inside and let Daddy work? Okay, well, then go hang out on the couch. Uh, Anyway, Bubba Joe, you know, that was a perspective that we talked about on Thursday uh, with Trader because the VIP community, the G6 community, felt very much like that, that the rewards didn't feel right. On the other hand, Griffin was hanging out with us, Trader, a little bit on Thursday, and I feel like at my level, at G5, the event store was actually very, very worth it, especially when I come in and look at... Um, when I come in and look at the fact that we just finished an event store month, Bubba Joe, where no resources and materials were really given, not in any substantial amount, but then to come in to Winter Hunt and actually paid me a ridiculous number of resources and materials, I felt really, really good about it. Uh, And I'm curious from other perspectives. I saw other people say, well, the rewards aren't good. And, I, I mean, I looked at it at a couple of different ops levels, and I couldn't really see that I could justify that outside of Sigma. Uh, I'm curious, so, Bubba, what your what your reactions are to that.
1: Well, so my issues with this event started before we get to the rewards, right? Um, so, I mean, we're going to talk about the rewards for a little bit. I had issues with this event and how it was structured and what it was scoring. Um, glitch or not, the first one was... I'll say easier slash doable without having to do anything wasteful or worthless. And this one was not frankly. Um, So, so yeah. So my issue, yes, the rewards were bad, but what you had to do to get this, get those rewards in the first place was, you know, there was, there was a, uh, a path that was, reasonably fast but completely worthless and if you decided to engage in the path that was um by doing you know legitimate runs of armadas you had to devote eight hours to this thing
0: you're referring to phase two of of part one so this is this would have been week one of the summer hunt they did it, it they scaled it down by half so it was basically part one was scaled down into three days, and part two was scaled down into three days. So let's rehash that. Uh, and taking a look, just to, to kind of jog the memory of what we were looking at, if you looked at part one, you had three SMSs. Part one's SMS was just simple. It was just hitting hostels. And if I'm not mistaken, Bubba Joe, this time there was even, I believe... Uh, there was a bonus mechanic to that, wasn't there? Uh, you got extra points for using, gosh, I can't remember what it was. There there was, it wasn't just hitting 500 hostiles. Uh, it was still a lot of hostiles because I think the bonus mechanic uh, might have been Delta Quadrant hostiles uh, that gave three points. All right. So it was definitely still a pretty grindy event. That was part one. All right. Then upon completing part one, Uh, you got a second SMS and a second solo leaderboard that popped up. And this was really only going to happen primarily, Bubba Joe, on the first day. Because just like the first run back in Summer Hunt, wherever you started the day was the event that you were going to get. So if you started the day... And, you know, this time during winter hunt, you started the day on day one. Obviously, you didn't have any of the rank. So you went through. If you finished rank one, then it popped into rank two. Rank two is where people felt the grind. All right. Rank two is where people found that they needed to do 22 armadas. Now, Baba Joe, that is what you're talking about. Eight hours. 28. 28. 28 armadas. You had to go basically 5,000 points. All right, uh, that five, what was it, 28? It was 200 yeah, it was points 5, for a group.
1: It was 5,500. But you already had, ha- no, 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 no,
0: no, no. It was 5,500, no. but you started with five. You started no, you with didn't. five. Yes. your 500- no, you did Are you, sh- okay, Joker says I'm wrong. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. I was just doing Armada's, so maybe I was wrong. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. All right, so fine, 5,500 points. That would have resulted in 28 Armada's. Okay. Now, some people went and did those silly little worms. All right. Like the doomsday. Is that the ones that, that are like 90? The Klingon
1: uh, burial ship armadas.
0: Yeah. That are like 90 seconds or something like that. Uh, you could have done something like that. Uh, I think most of my team was doing formations. And, and see, this is where it wasn't 28 armadas for us because formation armadas counted as double. Right. Am I, am I wrong on that? Formation armadas got you 200, or regular group armada got you 200 points, but finishing or or killing a formation armada got you a bonus 200. So we chose that time to do formation armadas. You know, we've talked about this. uh, I even heard this in the chat here, I don't remember when, uh, probably a week or two ago, Bubba Joe, where people were talking about nobody ever does formation armadas unless there's an event. So a lot of people were kind of, you know, banking these things up, and this was the day that we... Decided to go ham on formation, so it really wasn't that bad. Not only that, but formation armadas have a slightly less, ti- a slightly smaller timer at ten minutes instead of fifteen. So
1: formation armadas would have been what, fourteen? Mm-hmm. Fourteen armadas. Okay. Which would have been um, two and a half hours.
0: Okay. I mean, okay. I'm not saying that it wasn't grindy. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying – I don't disagree. 20 armadas, 15 armadas, anything like that, that's grindy, okay? I'm not going to deny that. But I wonder if there were better ways to play this event, you know? I Well, there
1: was. And so there's someone who's already piped up in the chat and says, I did step two in 30 minutes. And that's true. You could have done those stupid burial armadas and – thrown away those 500 directives and never never gotten any rewards for them and Uh, people say well i got millions of credits fine uh, it is a stupid if that is the only way to score if they want you to do something absolutely and completely worthless sure then fine like i i have railed against having to hit worms i have railed against having to hit other hostels that serve no purpose agreed this is no different If that was the only way to do this event in any sort of meaningful manner, that is poor event design.
0: Ah, okay. Now, I don't disagree with that, but I see this point coming up in chat as well. Thank you, Dragon Keeper. Thank you, Denver Stone. Guys, by now, using wave defense, mechanics, and free-to-play acquisition of credits, you absolutely could have used Armada Speed Ups by now. Mm, really Mm, yes i never bought it baba joe you've
1: earned Uh, enough rep and credits
0: absolutely i have yes i i never bought it i was gonna go through it free to play just because everybody else was paying for it and so i decided to do it for free uh just to see how long it would take uh simpy says i've uh, purposely not bought it same here i did the same thing simpy and yes reputation is enough Uh, Speed-ups are enough. Uh, Clapping at Kirk says, I've actually seen people out using speed-ups to steal other people's armadas, which honestly is not a side effect that I would have thought about, but it's so true, right? Plant a pin on somebody else's armada, then speed it up, and you snipe it from them? I mean, holy cow, right? Wowzers. So when we look at this milestone, I, I wonder, Bubba Joe, I really have to wonder... Was it so crazy? Now I know that it felt crazy, but there just like we said with other things in the game, there are items that can score faster. Now, Mud says solo armadas scored better in the third SMS, but in the second SMS MUD, it was group armadas only. Okay? Group armadas only. So you had to find a way to do it. Solo
1: Armadas did not score better in the third one.
0: Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the third one? Absolutely, because group armadas were still 200 points, but a solo armada was 2,500, and a Texas-class armada was 5,000. So, yeah, they did score much, much better. The shipyard scored 5,000. Any uh, Bajoran or Borg solo was 2,500, while groups were still 200. So the trick... To the third SMS was absolutely the Texas Class Armadas, which was good. We haven't really had an event that required that for quite some time. So I don't know how many... D- yeah,
1: you know, and, and I was running low on loot. I probably only had about eight months of loot left for those. So I'm really <laughs> glad we had to report run
0: some more of those. I, I was legitimately actually running low on loot. I probably could have only done that redeem maybe three or four more times. So it actually came at a good time for me. And yeah, I ran a couple... And now I'm set for another month or two. Uh, truthfully, now Count DeVille says only if you had thousands of shipyard directives sitting around for no reason. You know, I don't know. First of all, you earn those things pretty much every day, right? Does every, is everybody agreed that they do, the daily, they do the daily events pretty much every day? Like, you're not really missing out on those things, right? Is that a fair if thing? If you've
1: had the Monavine for a while, and if you have had that refinery, then yes.
0: OK, the Monavine just it's became not like
1: it's not like from a daily chest. It's it's from a refinery that you had from the open.
0: refinery. If you have the Monavine and that's correct. All right. Correct. NACAR says I still don't have the, the pickle and that would be a problem. Then you're done. Or, but or but again,
1: had, or if you had just unlock the pickle, you probably don't have that backlog of. Of resources
0: to do. Sure. And still at that particular point, though, Bubba, we are still looking at solo armadas, which only scored half the points. So I could have done a Texas class armada for 5,000. I could have done a regular solo for 2,500. That was not terrible. Okay. That's not a terrible, uh, not a terrible backup plan, if you will. Okay. Now, right. if you had to do that 50,000 points, with group armadas, then that would have sucked. Now, people are saying, what if you don't have a bunch of shipyard directives? I I thought a lot of people did, but in fairness, Bubba Joe points out, I've had the pickle since day one. Some people still don't have it. I got 35,000 shipyard directives, but that's because, like Bubba Joe points out, I haven't needed to do those things in forever, so I haven't. But I have accumulated a bunch of that through the the pickle daily. Or the refinery, rather. So that third SMS was very, very easy for me. Um, or you could have done it with solo armadas. By the way, reminding you that solo armadas don't become available until ops what? Is it 36 or 34? I actually can't remember. Solo armadas at 34, 35, says Benny Hill. Okay, so at ops 35. So again, looking at the third Uh, SMS, Bubba Joe, now I will come in and say, finally, absolutely, ridiculously, not impossible, but unreasonably difficult to perform this event if you are below Ops 35. 34 and down probably couldn't complete the third milestone or the third SMS, right? Couldn't do it because you can't do solos. So, your most amount of points that you could earn was 200 points. Now, I am being told by one person in the chat you can technically do Borg solos at Ops 30. Is that true? Can you get the directives at Ops 30? (laughs) Uh, Okay, somebody's saying maybe possible, but yeah. Tolker says, yes, six directives at a time, doubting that's feasible. That's right. I remember the tier nine. Vit- yeah, but it- Yeah, but only six directives, right? <laughs> Not super feasible there. A uh, lot of charging probes. I guess it's possible. But again, I still come back and say probably unreasonable. Probably unreasonable there, Organia. Because the only major source of directives you would have had would have been for group Armadas. They scored 200 points apiece. So I look at 34 and down for the third phase of SMS, Bubba Joe, and I say, definitely have a problem there. I look at the second phase of the SMS, and I heard a lot of people fussing. I heard a lot of people angry. Even even Scopely came to me and, and issued this particular statement. Uh, Scopely comes back and says to me, if I can find it, This, by the way, came from the designer of uh, the revamp, the Winter Hunt. Uh, He says, I want everyone to make sure that uh, that they know that I have taken notice of all the feedback regarding the difficulty of the first three days. Event store timers and cooldowns and options of the event store as well as better communication. The in-game news section was down. However, labels in the event store and other options for clarity could have been utilized. I can do better on that next time. Uh, also, I want everyone to know that I'll be combing through the data collected for this uh, first iteration of Winter Hunt to make changes before this event is run again. Uh, that is what they, they said to me, that, that I could share that with you guys. Uh, that being said, Bubba Joe, I look at definitely phase three. Cool. All right, I, I think that needs, to be, that needs to be modified. Let's talk about phase two. Bubba, you don't sound like you're a fan. You said 28 armadas, but you weren't using speed ups and you weren't using the burials with good reason, mind you, but it doesn't sound like you were doing formations either. Do you believe that there were enough tools in the game that allowed players to utilize this, uh, utilize strategy or tools in the game to perform this faster and more effectively? for that player versus having to slog through 28 armadas.
1: So what I'd like to see, so it's not that doing 28 armadas is the problem. It was doing the 28 armadas in a single day and not having any carryover. Right. And so if you're going to run this over three days, right. Set it up so that it starts whenever it triggers. So like the first one starts on the first day, you complete that one. Then the second one starts. Right. And maybe each you devise some sort of ticket system or something like that, but they'll all end on the third day so that if you start event two on day one, you have until the end of the third day to do it. That way you don't have to try and do 28 armadas. Maybe your group, maybe your, your alliance doesn't have anyone that's done the speed ups or you haven't gotten to the speed ups or you only got a couple of speed ups and you don't have to then go throw away your directives in the burial armadas, which is just dumb to say, oh, well, that's how you do it. So my suggestion would be is that when you launch this event, that the second event launches whenever it's going to launch that trigger off completing the first one, that second event launches and it will run until the end of the third day. And then whenever the third event launches, it will run until the end of the third day. Right. And then you can have a daily leaderboard that you can still have, right? You can have the daily leaderboard. That's okay. So that's how you're getting some more of these tickets and more of these things. But then you're not like, I have to try and do 28 group armadas in a single day. I have a couple of days. I can get enough people. I can find the right people to do this. We can try different things. We can experiment within the game. It does it relieves the pressure of having to do that. And I think that's the correct design for the SMSs to trigger one after the other. And then when the SMS opens, it launches the leaderboard for that day. But that's how you do this. So that it does not, so it relieves the time pressure of having to do this on that specific day or missing out.
0: I don't actually disagree with that idea. Uh, I think that's, that's probably pretty solid too, because if you remember that was something that actually happened in the first summer hunt, Bubba Joe was that that SMS. And that was one thing that we did actually praise about that first run. Obviously they didn't have two weeks to run it here. That's why they scaled it down to six days. But if you remember Phase one or week one of the original Summer Hunt was, in fact, a solo milestone that lasted six days. Do you remember? Yeah. I do. Yeah. So I I, I wonder if if that was a better way to go.
1: Like there was no feeling of progression because they all launched at once. Well, no,
0: it wasn't. So that's not what it was. They put everything into one solo milestone last time. So what happened was people skipped over the original just by doing the solo armadas and skipped all the way to the top. The, uh, and that was what messed up the sense of progression because the solo leaderboards got all jumbled because they were trying to use an, uh, uh, an avatar for scoring, which they did this time, but thankfully not on Armadas. I think what they tried to do this time by splitting it into three different events was to prevent that problem from last time. But then in doing so, there were timers on those events. So I kind of wonder if, if they were on to the right track but definitely, and this is what the arc runner or or this event designer came back and said, you know, even that day, he said, you know, I wonder, he says, I I wonder if these milestones are a little hefty because I used a lot of the same numbers that came from the original Summer Hunt. So, you know, that was a week-long event. This one was three days. We probably should have scaled them down by about half, but players did find ways with the new tools that have come out in the game since that time with Armada timer speed ups and the new, you know, these new favors and things like that. uh, I I just wonder if it was quite as bad as what some people realize. Like, for those of you who felt like this was awful, did you use Armada quick starts? Did you uh, did you? I'm not going to say, did you do burials? But some people are going to say that I didn't do burials. I did formation Armadas because they were worth double the points. So I'm kind of with Kirk. I didn't feel like phase two was actually that bad, all right, because I got formation armadas that were giving me 400 points. And, of course, with formation armadas, you couldn't use the speed-ups, all right, but you could be using speed-ups on other types of armadas. So I I just wondered, you know, uh, and and I know I saw a lot of people complaining about that. So I just kind of wondered if we had really thought about the tools that were available in the game. The game continues to evolve a lot. And sometimes we see an event that we saw six months ago or a year ago, and we think it's just as bad as the first time it ran, but there's actually ways to do it better now. Uh, Raj says the third milestone was the bad one, and I would imagine it probably would have been bad for those, again, Ops 34 and down, or players that don't have big bushels of solo directives or even that of shipyard directives. Uh, Kirk says the first leg was the worst for me. I kind of of agree with you. That was the grindy one. That was what? Like 160 uh, Delta Quadrant hostiles you had to do? I think. And see, Joker, you can't really complain about the shipyard directives. I'm I'm not going to say that they, that, again, shipyards were just like formations. They were only twice as fast. All right? So they were 5,000 points where a normal solo was 2,500 points. You could still do that. Uh, but it was really, really bad for 34 and down because you couldn't do solos. Now, Organia, uh, Organia, if I'm saying your name right, I'm sorry, from server 69, pointing out that for players, again, below Ops 34, there was no bonus because they couldn't hit the appropriate level of hostiles. So it would have been 500 hostels for them. So I do, so can, I do so see ask, that. I let think let there's a question. big break off here at Ops 34. Go ahead, Baba.
1: At what level can you start fighting the first system of Texas class hostels?
0: Uh, I've got most people saying around 35. Uh, Pegasus says 40. Kirk says people pushing up in Ops. Is it? Op- so it is 40. So not even, uh, well, no, the Monovene no, is 40. not but you, when
1: you get the monovine. Yeah, I'm saying you, can you can kill them. those hostiles.
0: No, you can kill them below without using the Monovene, okay? You absolutely can. So Texas space is ops locked to deep space, so ops 38 perhaps. Was that uh, deep space locked? Is it really? Let me look here. I want to look at the map. I didn't think that that was deep space locked. Uh, Nesbitt says it is deep space locked. And uh, that, I guess, probably would make sense. Yeah, it links over from Hysperia. Uh, I don't know about that, guys. There's a warp path from Fibonia, which is Ops 39. There's a warp path there over here to Hiltara and then down to Hesperia, and then into the Texas class system. So, yeah, Neo says it's only warp sixty to get to the opening level system. Uh Kirk says you probably do need to have a G four ship to have a chance, but I also remind you about Cerritos and Titan, things like that. Omicron says, do you think a maxed auger at Ops 38 could kill Texas class? I don't know. I don't know. See, I'm not the right person to answer that question, but with all the boost and and maybe Tal and Exos well, and Cloaking, I mean. And let's, it may be, and let's possible. be fair. I don't know.
1: Your auger might be able to.
0: Mine might, yeah. I, I don't know. I can't really answer that question. So, well, that's I mean,
1: but that's so that's not a question that you can answer for somebody who is ops thirty eight with an auger. Yeah, because you could take your auger in there and go, yeah, I'm wiping these things up. I got them on auto. Grind, oh yeah, no, my deal. auger's
0: twenty million power. That you know that it right. can't it can't do that. So yeah, I don't I don't really know. Um, good question, I guess. That would have to be that would have to be really tinkered with. You know, probably not the centuries, maybe, but but I don't know. I don't know. Good questions.
1: So I guess right. my question was is that the people that I hear talking about having to do that many points, like that event, like now granted, I am a higher ops level and that space has always been open to me. So again, that's why I'm asking the question. But for those of you in your forties, like, send a ship there. Like that was like you just do that. You just send it on auto, like. That was an easy one to me because I didn't even have to do anything. Yeah, I got bonus points for Delta, but why? I could send my ship there, continue working, and be on my way.
0: I'm wondering about that. Somebody also mentions out uh, in the chat to send your fleet out to augment space for the overnight auto grind, which a lot of people typically do. And again, this just comes back to different strategies. I kind of wish we had had this show during the, the winter hunt. That way we could have maybe helped some people out with the progression instead of coming in after and saying, well, this is how you could have done it better. You know, it would have been nicer for people to have felt better, you know, being able to get through it because maybe somebody wouldn't have thought about Texas class or maybe somebody wouldn't have thought about Augment Space or maybe somebody didn't notice the, the formation Armada bonus and things like that. So I would have, uh, I, I apologize that we weren't there a little bit sooner for that. But um, all in all, that's kind of where I come back and say, I was pleased to see this event run again. I I knew when the summer hunt ran that we would see it again. They changed it just enough to make me feel like they had put some thought into condensing it into a a one-week series, but um, maybe there were still some tweaks that need to be made. And so I just kind of wonder if it really was as bad as what some people said. Bubba, you know, we have a propensity to complain about things a lot around here lately. And, uh, and I wonder if this one was truly that bad or if it was just yet another example of us kind of being fussy. Uh, NACAR says, really, if I was going to complain about one single thing, it would have been the odds on the officer pulls. And I think I would agree with you, NACAR. If there's the biggest number one complaint that I had was the the officer rewards for sure. Uh, I got well, a great amount of resources and materials, as Bubba Joe would not have because of the whole Sigma thing. My resources and materials were fantastic on it, but... Yeah, hardly got any officer shards, so that one was pretty rough for me.
1: It'd be nice if they're going to do these things that have really poor odds of officer shards if they would choose officers that no one has maxed.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can see that because you didn't need the officers either, did you?
1: Well, no, I could have used three of the officers. That There was one that I had maxed, and I think I got one actual officer shard, but I did get like... 750 or more than that actually Probably like 1500 transporter patterns. That was fun.
0: <laughs> ah, you got to love them transporter patterns. So I mean, that's it. Joker says I actually did pretty well with Laon was able to tear up Laon. That's great. That's probably the best news that I've heard on that, Joker. A lot of people very very fussy about the officer shard pulls myself included. Um, Virtual Army on the other on the other hand says I got one hammer shard. <laughs> one the entire event now that might mean that you didn't buy any of the extra tickets I actually bought too many Bubba Joe I'm such a dummy I did the thing <laughs> I did the thing and now I have like 20 tickets left over for the next run I hope they don't change the currency on me um but I I yeah no I was very boneheaded about that uh, and bought too many of the of the bounty ticket things or whatever. So You um, do
1: like your tickets. I
0: do love ticketed events. Bubba Joe was making fun of me about that. I told him, I was like, I got all these tickets. He was like, oh, you got too many. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm a sucker I, for ticket events.
1: I said, like, what did you do? You're like, oh, I did the thing. I have tickets. And I'm like, no.
0: <laughs> I did no. the thing. I did the thing. I, I I love I love ticketed events. I mean, it, it's one of those things. I'll almost, I'll almost buy the tickets without even looking at the event store. Uh, cause I love ticketed events. I don't know why I just do. Um, Joker says you're prepaid for the next summer hunt. Yeah, I know. I, I, kinda, I kinda agree. I'm not, I'm not too awful bad with it. Uh, King Gaza says the resources and materials were, were pretty good. I'm with you, man. So how many days could we pull out of the event store? Four total days, right? If I'm not mistaken. Correct. It's four total days. And if you used our 3-2-3 method. I mean, the, the actual limit from Scopely was six pulls per day with a 22-hour cooldown. But if you did the 3 method, then you could actually get eight pulls out of each chest that would have been a maximum of 4,000 loot or 40 pulls that you could have done if you wanted to waste eight pulls a day on that garbage territory bundle. I mean, please stop. Stop trying to peddle freaking territory bundles. I don't know why. I don't know why you so- think that's valuable scopely i don't i don't know of any alliance even people who are not in territory that find enjoyment out of that bundle every time we look at that bundle we just think god how awful all right now eric says that the territory bundle was good i got okay are you being sarcastic or are you being no okay all right people like it Sorry, I, I, I guess it's where I'm a territory owner I don't look at. Eric says it was good. I know there are new servers, forgotten shields, but even the amounts that are in it don't look helpful. Kirk says it is helpful to players with no territory. Okay, fair. If that's the case, then, then I'm glad. Dragon Keeper says it helps the Alliance out uh, as a whole. It just doesn't look like meaningful amounts. You know, so I, I don't know. I feel bad about it. I had a lot of people complain about it. But if there are players out there that like it, then good. Okay? So, I, so I'm DJ. glad for that. It just it felt bad to me. Hang on, Bubba. The point that I was wanting to make, though, is that you could have pulled 4,000 loot a day. Okay? 4,000 loot a day is what you could have spent. You had four days to spend it, which brings us to the fact that you could have spent twelve. 1000 loot. You could have spent if you did everything, you could have spent 12000 loot. Jonathan Ingram, how much loot did you earn this event? <sighs> because if you bought all the tickets like me or like Jonathan Ingram, we earned more than 12000 loot. Jonathan Ingram spent all 12000 loot and still has 7400 loot left over. Tactical Cream still has 5000 loot left over. I still have Oh, wait, did I say 12K? 16K? Okay, fair enough, Packet. That's right, 4,000 a day at four days, 16K. Um, Yeah, 16K. And we still had leftover amount, okay? Putts earned 11,000 as a free-to-play, didn't buy any tickets. I bought extra tickets, and I have a bunch left over. JB has 6,000 left over. Murphy has 2,000 left over, okay? Metamize, 6,000. Neo, 4,000. So we had two options. One, we could have banked the loot for next time, which is what I'm going to do. All right, could have banked the loot for next time. I obviously like Joker. So that you jo- can
1: have fifteen thousand for the t- at the end of that one.
0: I might not have. Well, I'm clearly not going to have to buy tickets next time either. So I might just get to play the next one, next one free to play. Okay, or, or I could have dumped it into the solo leaderboard. I was not enthused about this solo leaderboard, although some people were with uh who was in there pick bev uh no was it yeah pick Bev was in there so some people might have invested into that. I chose not to, but you could have Jonathan Ingram had pick Bev maxed out that's right Gallinar was in there, but my gallinar is max so i I personally did not have the incentive to go in on that, so I saved it, but some people could have gone in and and picked up on some extra opportunity there. I, I wonder about the the whole form of this event, and, and I'm not going to complain, uh, by the way. I'm not going to complain about having too many tickets because I bought too many, about more than what was intended. That's on me, okay? I, I can own that. That's on me. I didn't do the math. I just bought the tickets because I'm I'm stupid. All right, but I did it. That's on me. Can't complain. Even if they don't rerun it, which they are going to Jonathan Ingram, but even if they didn't, that's my fault because I bought more than what was intended. I'm sure you did too, but it is going to run again. And I'm curious as we get ready to wrap up the segment, Bubba Joe, let's spend the last five minutes on this opening segment here. What do you want to see for the next run of Herojin hunt? They made some changes from run number one to run number two. And what is it in simple terms that you would like to see for run number three?
1: Uh, So for run number three, I think my number one change is a change to the structure of how the events trigger in terms of their duration. Right. And I get that launching an event, you know, might, there might be some timing issues with that. They may have to be a little creative in how they launch it, but I think allowing players longer, uh, to complete those SMSs, especially after the first makes a lot of sense, um, including the first, but I think all of them needs you need to give people more time. Um, that's the first thing. The second thing is is more value within the bundles. And I know that that one's a losing battle. That one's not likely to happen because you know just we just never seem to get the value that seems to make sense. But if you're not going to go that route, give us more options. Like you, you some people like the territory I'm not saying you take the territory away but let's do something different right let's give some loot let's give some loot that hasn't ever been given away in a bundle right you know we do the ATA speed ups which you know some people love some people are like I don't do ATA so I don't care but let's find some loot that people would like to use whether it's you know hey I'd take I'd take a bundle of just Sigma speed ups I'd do that like I get that's a g that's a sticks problem but you know there I will guarantee you there are more bundles they could come up with uh that they could put out there to give players actual options like this is what we talked about remember the remember the Dabos dj how it's like oh you got to choose your rewards when in reality there was no choice cuz you right. got more than enough to do all the bundles anyway yeah that's what um, this was
0: essentially and that's
1: what this was right so so if you want to let people have a choice then actually give them choices You know, someone put in the chat a refit. Okay, well, sure, you could have a refit be a choice in there. You could have either a new refit that you know has not been given before. You could do a forbidden tech bundle. You could do uh, you could do things that are old. Like you could you know you could be a catch-up mechanic, whether it's Monovine BPs or other specialty ships. Like there are lots of options that you could put in there that would make this you know so that players actually have a choice and can get something that might be valuable to them. Um, so I think that that's, I think that's, that's for me, it's the timing of the buildup events and then more choices and better value for the loot.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Um, I actually think can I, can I agree I with both of Can I bring up a point
1: those? though? Sure. Real quick though. Yeah. So while there is a limit of six, okay. On the, on those redemptions and you talked about, you can actually get eight. Yeah. I think that scopely actually embraces the eight. Do you want to know why?
0: Because you could earn $4,000 a day and spend $4,000 a day. It's kind of weird.
1: Well, and the leaderboard gave you $4,000. Yeah. Which only redeemed after the last day, which meant you only had a day to do that redemption entirely.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's like, because I noticed that. Remember, the last time this ran, they gave an amount of loot that they had to extend the store for because the amount of loot was higher. This time they structured it based on what could actually be spent and yeah, first place gave four thousand, which maybe not necessarily is embracing of it, Bubba Joe, but definitely acknowledging that that possibility exists. I do agree with that. I don't know if so, they, anyway, I don't know if they're um, embracing it. Although I, I do think that there's a couple of things that they should do with that bundle, and we've only got a minute or two before we have to take our first break. But Bubba, a lot of people are frustrated with the soft limits in the first place, the fact that they weren't communicated. Uh, the fact that they weren't even display communicated that they weren't uh, it, it, there wasn't even a graphic on the on the bundle that probably should have happened. If we can't do stuff like that, then you got to remove that soft limit. Go back to the Dabo limit, limit fifty. You know what I'm saying? Or limit seventy five? Or or in this case, you know whatever. What was it? Limit limit fifteen. Whatever you need to do there, because some people, and and I, I'm not going to blame people. Any more than I'm gonna blame Scopely for this because they should have labeled that there was a soft limit or a hard limit or whatever else. But we also had this exact same issue last time, and people did in fact hold their loot, Bubba Joe, and then on the last day went to spend it all, got hit with that cooldown, and then were like, Man, I got fifteen thousand loot left over. I I had I had players <laughs> that messaged me like that. So um there are definitely problems, especially if you're going to break into making it feel like and look like the Dabo table redeems, then you got to make sure that, that the changes or the deltas there are very clearly communicated. Either that or just create. Either that or just create a standard for Dabo. Hey, limit 50. Like, maybe the soft cooldowns didn't need to happen this way or something. I don't know. Because there definitely is confusion. When you look at the Dabo tables versus the Hirogen tables, you know, but Wolfwood says it would have happened anyway, and you're right. We've also got people who didn't spend their their holiday event store loot, too. That happened. It, It seems like in the dev chat, I get that every single time. Can we extend the store? 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 I mean... There comes a point, guys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. There comes a point where we just got to kind of buckle up and 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 realize that the timers are are the are the timers. Um, if I was going can we get to that
1: store back DJ, huh?
0: Yeah, can, can we, get we get that store back? Can we relaunch the store? I'll tell you, there was there's one thing that I would most definitely change, uh, and it would be if even we weren't going to get a variety of extra rewards, Bubba Joe. Gosh darn it, give me. The better officer pulls back. We've got two very different versions of these officer bundles. We got the Dabos. Even there's two different versions of the Dabos, remember? Where we had one that gave two officer rolls and one that gave one officer roll that was really, really bad, that it just felt bad. But then there was the original one that gave us two rolls. Oh, Griffin says he thinks the first time was a mistake because we haven't seen it since then. And maybe that's true. But, man, I'm telling you, I went through this whole thing. Even Putz cataloged a bunch of stead, uh, a bunch of stats. He said that he couldn't find any evidence that the drop rate wasn't higher than 10%. I don't know, man. Griffin says this one pull was – or the one pull was the mistake. It's always been two rolls otherwise. Well, let's do something with that drop rate, buddy, because this drop rate – Again, I bought all the just, loot, did all the just tickets. you have
1: to wait. Did you buy loot or you bought tickets?
0: Not loot. I bought the tickets. I spent all <laughs> the say, loot. If, but I probably, if they, I bet you I didn't get more than loot, five shards.
1: They have to publish odds.
0: Well, I bet I didn't get more than five shards and I maxed all my pulls. All right. Maxed them all. And I don't think I got more than five shards for the entire event. I think that does not feel good. I'd rather you take the officers out than put them in with such crap odds. You know, I felt fine about the resources and materials, but for people who were pulling it for the officer shards and then didn't get any, I can understand why they'd feel really bad about that. Uh, that is the winter hunt, or as Scalyback says, they finally named the summer hunt properly, because <laughs> it is summer down under. So uh, we got that. The second round of the Herojin hunt, and we will in fact see that again. Uh, with more reiteration in the future. My name is Ultimate DJs. We're going to take our first break. Uh, When we return, we're going to come back and talk a little bit about looking backwards, looking forwards, a little bit about mining, a little bit about PvP, as we prepare you guys for the arc of content that drops in only a couple of days. We will be back right after these words. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Twitching Trek, uh, Talking Trek, and... Teaching, trek, and all the treks. Uh, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast will be back. Are you
1: sure you're back?
0: No. Clearly, I haven't done a podcast in like two weeks, guys. Like, <laughs> my head is all over the place. And yes, I have a hint for you. Uh, we do. I've got hints. S-s-s-s, plural. Although Bubba Joe already read one of them to you, so I'm going to give that to you. On the other side of the break, my name is Ultimate DJ. I did? Um, you gave me one that I read on Twitch Thursday. There's that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back right after these words, guys. Don't go anywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live. Talking Trek is brought to you in part by MN Toy Posse. MN Toy Posse is the biggest and best Facebook page all about toys. Meet other like-minded individuals that share in your same interest. Have hard-to-find rare toys or know someone looking for your special piece of nostalgia. Old toys or new toys, hard-to-find toys doesn't matter. With MN Toy Posse, you can find it, buy it, or sell it. Visit today at facebook.com slash toy posse. That's facebook.com slash toy posse for the toy collector in all of us. Yo, what's up commanders? Great news about pvptarget.com. You've known for a while that it exists and has some great reference tools regarding pvp banding and common crew loadouts, but they've recently launched brand new tools on the site, including a brand new cargo calculator page as well. This isn't your typical max cargo style calculator, but a brand new unique tool that identifies the timer until you go over cargo. The game timer might tell you how long to zero the node, but how long until your miner is at risk? You can find out now by using the brand spanking new cargo calculator at pvptarget.com.
5: This program is made possible in part by a grant from Prego Toaster Waffles, the breakfast waffles that plump when you cook them. All right, welcome back to the office, gang. Time to jump right into our Q1 report. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, you okay? That sounds pretty nasty.
3: Yeah, it's just my pollen allergy. No biggie.
5: Pollen? It's January in Chicago. (coughs) (coughs) Oh, jeez. You too? Uh, Somebody must have a cat in here. I have a terrible allergy. There's no cat in here. It's an office building.
4: (coughs) Oh, this dang dust allergy.
5: (sighs) I get everyone is under the weather from the holidays. You can use your sick days.
2: I need those for my Cabo vacation.
5: When you're sick. Aruba for me. I already blew mine for the year. It's not even February. Plus, we're not sick. Yeah,
3: it's just allergies.
5: Can I work remote tomorrow? (coughs) (coughs)
2: so fat, babe, I can't see my shoes, I just joined the gym, babe, I'd have trained to, treadmills, weight pills, treadmills, weight pills, I'll only show up to the gym, babe. De so, right, de
0: de Welcome back, everybody. Tactical Creep says, "What is this?" So, Bubba Joe, I stumbled on something amazing in uh, in my Apple Music the other day, and uh, it was like the yearly countdowns and all this stuff. And I stumbled on a playlist that uh, gave me top one hundreds of different countries. Okay, so <laughs> so I started listening to this. I've got top 100 for the U.S. I've got top 100 for Canada, Mexico, Australia, Japan, all right, France, uh, Germany, Korea. I've got top 100 of the year 2023 for all these countries. And so I started listening to the one from Mexico, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm digging this, man. Like I was absolutely digging it. You want to hear the top, uh, okay, here's uh top top uh, sorry, I didn't say top I meant to say top one hundred. Uh okay. This is uh top one hundred. This is from South Korea. This one is from Riz. It's called Love 119. you go so uh there's that one uh Baba Joe do you want to hear any other country give, give me uh tell me and, I'll, and I'll play one for some you
1: Taylor Swift's from uh Korea
0: Taylor Taylor Swift come from Korea I think we just played it uh let's see here you want to see the one from Germany what oh, oh, oh hi no, I want,
1: I, 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 I actually I'd love to hear some yeah. k-pop
0: you want to hear some uh k-pop here let me play this one from Germany uh this one is from Luciano I think we've heard of that name haven't we doesn't Ripper like that one? I feel like this is going to get us uh, copyrighted on Twitch or YouTube or something. Keep head down. Uh, this one is from Luciano. It's called Time. Dude, you're all over my chords over here. Stop. All right, I'm going to fast forward this one. I feel like it's uh, moving. Oh, there you go. All right, yeah, so that's from Germany. Uh, Let's see. Any other countries that you guys want? Canada. Why would you want to hear? Oliver says Canada. All right. Some Canadian music. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) This is amazing. Number one on the Canadian charts, ladies and gentlemen, comes from Morgan Wallen. Yeah, it does. It's country music.
3: Uh, Last night we, we let talk. I can't <laughs> remember <laughs> if that's,
0: uh, that's from Canada. Yeah, right there. Uh, Morgan Wallen is uh, is BA. That's true. Uh, let's see. What else do we have in here? Uh, I'll give you like one or two more. Dude, there are so many in here. All right? There are so many. Bubba Joe, we've got... Uh, I've, there's places in here I've never even heard of. Uh... Azer Azerbaijan Azerba- like Azerbaijan Oregon
1: Nevada Massachusetts No
0: Georgia All right, and I'm going to play this one. This is from Azerbaijan. Az- places
1: you don't know where they are. as az- It's pronounced Azerbaijan.
0: Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. We have that one. Okay. Azerbaijan. This is the number one hit of 2023. That sounds fun. Here, I'm going to fast-forward.
2: Dude,
0: this sounds like old, uh... This sounds like old U2. No, not U2. What is the ace of bass? It sounds like ace of bass. If it was slowed down and moody. Slowed down and moody? That does sound like ace of bass.
5: All
0: right. Anyway, so I I had a lot of fun. Uh, Tactical Cream says, "Focus, DJ, focus." Uh, I had a lot of fun tinkering around with uh, all these top 100 lists. I'm probably going to be playing with these for the next couple of weeks, Bubba Joe. There's great ones in here, and there are so many countries. That you're Los, Angeles, Los Angeles is not a country. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's Brazil, Botswana, uh, Cambodia, Guatemala. Yes. I mean, dude, you can go on Apple Music and you can find them all. Stop. Shh. Stop talking. Uh, there's a ton of them in here. So, anyway, uh, it's a lot of fun. Jonathan Ingram said, You want me to do New Zealand? All right, we'll do New Zealand. Here's New Zealand's. Here you go, uh, Steven Zaren. This is New Zealand from. Really? Are you kidding me right now? No, you are not serious. Steven Tarrant, the number one hit yeah. Yeah. from New Zealand comes from Taylor
2: Swift. Leave a dream high in the quiet of the night. You know that I caught it. Right. Uh, bad, bad boy, shiny toy with a price. You know that Steven I
0: caught Taren, it. Right. you knew it was T-Swift, didn't you? You knew it was T Swift. That's why you it's made not, me play. It.
1: It's what I'm telling you, DJ. Like I, I'm sure that there are some local art, artists that you know can work make their way into the top. But I will guarantee you, there is T T-Swift some, somewhere in all these all countries. Of these countries all,
0: all of them. Yeah. It's all right. Let's see what else we can find. Uh, no, I, I should focus. I should focus. Uh, should we play another one? Here's Papua New Guinea. Uh, hey, give me uh Tibet. Let me see if Tibet's in the list.
2: Tibet isn't an internationally recognized country. Oh, okay. You might find <laughs> Nepal.
0: Oh, I've got Nepal. Yep, here's Nepal. You want me to play Nepal? Uh their number one hit comes from a group known as V. I'm we'll
2: going fast forward. <laughs>
0: All right, that one doesn't sound very fun. Um but uh anyway, yeah. Okay, so there's there's that. Um <sighs> Is there anything else that I should play? No, we should move on with the show. Okay. Uh
1: we'll, Fleet command?
0: Uh yeah, we'll move on. We'll move on with the show. But you, I've you got a bunch of that. these. I got a bunch I mean, of these. It's not very, as much fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as much fun. I gotta get, come on, give me another one. Give me another one. Uh let's see. Hmm. Jamaica. Did you
1: play the top? From the USA?
0: No. Here we go. Okay. Oh. Number. No. <laughs> no. I'm embarrassed. I refuse. Can't oh, do it. Oh,
1: this is good. You got now you have to play it.
0: Number one in the United States of America.
1: This club,
0: Minaj. <sighs> yeah. This club,
2: it's yeah. This club, doesn't mean up. This <jeux> club, up. <concept-up> this <list> club, This club,
3: club, This club, yeah. Clubber. Clubber. I tell them
2: that I'm the sleaze. They telling me, okay, prove it. I lead these on red, so now they know that they blew it. I tell them I'm moving units. My videos, they gon' view it.
0: I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Why, why America? What? Why, America? Is that the number? What? What? That's that?
2: That's the number one.
0: God, what is wrong with people? <laughs> Vic says even she has better songs than that. I'm sorry, Oliver. I did not mean for you to hear that. All right. <laughs> Who makes the list? I have no idea. Griffin says, remember, age 10 and up get to vote in this. What are they? Are they, is it most downloaded, most listened to on? On music or on like iTunes or spins. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I am also very disturbed by what just happened. (laughs) All right. You want to pick a country? All right. Oliver wants to pick one country, and then we're going to move on. Here, pick one. Pick one. Mexico. I already did Mexico. That's the one I played a little bit ago. Pick another one. Hurry up. Hurry up. The Philippines, okay. Oliver wants to hear what's number one in the. F- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's also Taylor Swift.
2: dream high in the quiet of the night. <laughs> you know that I caught it. Right, no bad, bad boy, shiny toy with a price. You know <laughs> that I bought it. Good pick, Oliver.
0: <laughs> nice job, buddy. Yep, it's uh, that was also Taylor Swift. Yes. Yes. We, we all like it. Okay. So there you go. Uh, all right. All right. We'll do more of these. Okay. I don't want to spend too much time on this, but if you guys want to hear this, I'll save these and we can do, we can do more, uh, on, on other shows. Okay. That's right. Team Oliver wins the day. So, uh, anyway, Baba Joe, there you go. Uh, summer hunt and top music in various international audiences. Uh, Kierke says do this every month. I don't know if Apple, if Apple publishes these every month, but I will, that's a cool thing. It's it's actually a lot of fun. Uh, so anyway, Bubba Joe, welcome back into the show. Appreciate you guys all being here. Uh, my name is ultimate DJs. This is talking Trek, star Trek fleet commands, official podcast. And, uh, we have done no star Trek fleet command here after this commercial break, but we're going to, we're going to get into it now, Bubba Joe, let's look back, uh, to the December arc. Now I mentioned to Bubba Joe, that I was not qualified to um, post a podcast. <laughs> that also. No, oh. I am not qualified <laughs> to actually grade this arc. I didn't play very much. Okay. I didn't uh I didn't play that much. I I did a little bit. I kind of did what I had to do. Uh, but I didn't um I didn't spend a great deal of time. I was really, really excited about wave defense okay and I played that a lot but then when they started making me do it every single day that really that burned me really fast how many of you guys have done a wave defense in the last week me, I'm you had
1: like five last night
0: okay okay but okay before that how long
1: uh, I don't go more than a, a day or two
0: really okay mm-hmm. see I haven't done one in in probably almost two weeks and, and I do want to, by the way. I do want to do one today because I'm starting to run low on credits. Uh, I love them, but Enterprise, they made me do them every day, and I was just like, man, you know what? I love banana pudding, okay? I, <laughs> I love banana pudding, okay? I You offer me banana pudding, and I will eat banana pudding, okay? But you feed me Banana pudding, every single day for all three meals for twenty days. I feel like I'm gonna not want banana pudding for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just kind of feel like it's been too much.
6: It's banana pudding.
0: All right, I, I, you know what I'm saying, Bobby? Am I making any sense? Like, I love cheesecake, but I can't eat cheesecake three times a day every day. You know.
1: I I know exactly what you're talking about. I breathe oxygen. I just cannot possibly do it every single day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's
0: not what I
1: meant, Bubba!
0: I just oh. meant I just meant that they You
1: mean you mean there's an example of something you have to do every single day? <sighs> I understand your point, DJ. <laughs> I understand. I they, understand. They taught you. They introduced feel like you've something a little good, burnt out by this. A little and bit. And I don't disagree that it shouldn't necessarily have to be an everyday thing. I did not do it every day during the arc. Me neither.
0: Okay? I couldn't. I couldn't. Alright, it was too much. Um that but being that said, doesn't
1: mean I don't enjoy it.
0: I like it when I play it, but I felt like they tried to force it on me too much. So Uh, there was that now I probably shouldn't say a whole lot, but I can say that they hurt us on that, Bubba Joe. That'll be changing next month. Thank God. Thank, thank goodness. Here, give me a button on that. Give me a button. (laughs) Oliver's yelling, hit, hit cancel. Yeah. Now hit skip. Right down the left. See, skip. Oh, Windows. I hate you so much. I hate you, Windows. I hate you, Microsoft. And poor Oliver's over there crying because it's making him try to log into Microsoft before he can even turn in, uh, turn his computer on. Just skip. Just skip it. Always skip it. Uh, anyway.
1: Skippity-doo-dah.
0: Skippity. Um, I don't even know where I was. Oliver was screaming oh the the <laughs> yes, that's right, Hudson. You're going to have to do two a day this time, okay? Uh, no, they did finally hear us. I, I probably shouldn't uh, say this to anybody, but I will go ahead and and, uh, and tell you that uh, that event is being changed, okay? That event is being changed. It's being changed for the better, okay? I don't know exactly what well, I do know, but I probably can't say we, exactly we what are gonna
1: We are going to see wave defense just like we've seen assaults again.
0: why (laughs) why would you do that why Bubba
1: well since we enjoy wave defense there would be no reason for them to bring it back
0: right (laughs) that's true uh no uh okay fine I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do this maybe they're not listening uh wave defense events oh no they're definitely watching definitely (laughs) All right. I wasn't going to do it. I'm sighing and say nothing. My DMs are lighting up like a Christmas tree right now. Um, it'll be it'll be a little bit different. Okay. It'll be a little bit different. Thank goodness. All right. It's not going to be quite as. Let me just put it this way. You're not going to have to do it every single day. Okay. You can't do it every day. Just don't make us do it every day. Okay. But you're not going to have to do it every single day. Thank, thank goodness. All right. Um, that being said, Wave Defense brought something super cool to this game. Bubba. I was relatively disengaged this past month, but it was entirely personal, okay? It was it was me. I don't think it was the game. I felt like I really enjoyed Wave Defense. I do feel like they tried to, to choke me with it a little bit there towards the end, but I still enjoy the feature. I, I actually wanted to play last night with a couple of members on my team. Um, I, I enjoy the feature. That being said, I did mention to Bubba Joe that I was not... I don't feel like I am able to objectively grade the arc. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't play enough. If I was just grading wave defense, it would be an A, It'd probably be an A plus, you know, well, an A, because there's a couple of things that they could tweak to make it a little bit better, but it's still phenomenally good. Um, but the rest Pegasus of the arc has
1: got a bo- not Pegasus Joker has a point.
0: We don't grade. We rate. And I would rate. Okay. I would rate wave defense at nine i would because it's it's so close to perfect it's the closest to perfect that any feature i think has ever launched you know what i'm saying um Mm. that being said i don't know that i can rate the arc objectively Bubba joe because i didn't play and i was in i was i was out of touch i didn't do content i didn't interact with the devs i was in touching you I no I no no it wasn't. I d- hardly played. I was very grumpy for most of the month. I started fights with a lot of people I love and care about. I was just a mean kitty this holiday season, okay? <laughs> I was very very mean to people. Um that being said, Bubba, if you want to lead a 15 or 20 minute conversation on the last arc, I would very much like for you to to be able to explore that. I'll even, I would even invite people up to the stage if they want to come up and kind of sound off on how they felt about the December arc leading up to the event store. Uh, can I just be honest with you? I, I broke a streak, Bubba Joe, that I have never broken as a content creator for you guys in the last four years. I have never failed to track event store loot, but I didn't this time because... I didn't play. I I just wasn't in the game, you know, and I apologize. That was me. That was a personal thing. This, uh, I mentioned to Bubba Joe and I kind of mentioned Thursday night on Twitch. This holiday was, was not my favorite holiday. Like I am so glad it's over, Bubba. (laughs) You know, I'm so glad that I do not have to think about the holidays. Um, This was not an enjoyable time of the year for me. So, I was uh very grumpy about a lot of things and and uh and I didn't play, I didn't find enjoyment in playing, I didn't I didn't track the event store loot. I did a little bit up for like what the first 10 days or something like that and then I just quit. You know. Uh so I hope somebody did uh or I'll try to go back and use stfc.space but I mean it's mostly garbage now. So um <laughs> I, I tried to use stfc.space a couple of days, Bubba Joe. You know, that website is so bad now. I'm sorry. Let me, let me, just, let me just get dark here for a second. You guys have so royally screwed the pooch on that. You, you don't even. stfc.space is practically worthless. It's just so bad. You guys are so, so n- bad. Hang on. It. It's so hang bad. On.
1: What is it that, other than events, take events out of it? What is it that's doing that you don't want?
0: That's the only reason I use it is events.
1: Okay, well then that's that. The point is moot because STFC that space is so much bigger than events. It is useful uh, for planning for progression. I use for Spots out Club what for that. Ships do for finding out firing patterns of hostiles fair. and your ships and your opponent's ships. That's fair. And all of that information is there.
0: Okay, fair, fine. Events tab is still garbage.
1: Okay, that I will concede <laughs> and agree. It's terrible.
0: It is so bad. Oh, I wish you would just fix it.
1: God, Scooply! Come on, Bears! Okay, sorry. Fix it!
0: <sighs> anyway, now I can't even track how much loot you guys got because the events tab is so bad. But anyway, I apologize. This whole segment was just my bad. I was not with it. I was a terrible content creator. I wasn't there for you guys. I didn't track the loot. I didn't do the things. I didn't do all the stuff. Um, my bad. Couldn't do it. Well, clearly you need to be doing this stuff. I know. I should be. Should have been. Couldn't. Couldn't bring myself to do it. That being said,
1: where are the Oreos?
0: (laughs) Not out here. I do have a pack in the house. Uh, That being said, I am not qualified to lead an objective review on the month of December. Bubba Joe, do you want to do it? You have thirty-two minutes on the clock.
1: Oh my goodness, Mm thirty-two minutes.
0: Thirty-two minutes. I'll just. I'll hit the mute button right here.
1: All right. So let's, let's start with uh, the feature of the month being wave defense. That's, that's the big feature of the month being wave defense. And I, I hear you in the chat. Okay. I hear you. Wave defense is not perfect in terms of, um, in, in terms of, of technical execution. There is some lag that some people are still experiencing. I myself have not. Um, Battles might be going for six seconds instead of five for me, but that's perfectly acceptable for, an, for a feature like this to me. Um, I think that wave defense is a ton of fun. Uh, I think that there, I wish I could do a little bit more coordination. It's not quite perfect. But I think to make it perfect, you would have to do some massive reconfiguration of how the game interacts and allows players to communicate with each other. And so without something major like that, which would help a lot of other features of the game, um, wave defense is a massive, massive success for me. It is new. It is different. It is innovative. Uh, there is almost nothing about it that I don't enjoy. Could the loop be a little bit better? It could. Um, could the the section 31 faction that came with it be a little bit better? It could. Um, if you're trying to use that loot to get to those favors, I think the favors are a little expensive, but that has nothing to do with wave defense. Like the section 31 faction has some flaws, but the wave defense itself, I think is just really, really good. And so that gets for me, I'm with DJ. I might even go higher than a nine. I might go like a 9.5 for wave defense. Like the feature of wave defense is fantastic.
0: It is good. Um, Some people in the chat, and and this is where I'm going to kind of just maybe assist you in your conversation. And again, if anybody has anything they would like to raise their hand come to the stage, uh, I will uh, be happy to to bring you up. Uh, As a matter of fact, Tactical Cream will be joining us here uh, momentarily. But uh, Bubba, one of the things I see in the chat uh, here right now, and uh, Admiral Pegasus joining us as well, uh, is keep randoms out of the way, says Cruzito. Um, that seems to be one of the most challenging or one of the most frustrating things, rather, Bubba, is randos joining in on your waves. But yes. it, I also wonder, okay, I've seen a lot, of, a lot of randoms have joined my waves, okay? Lots of them. I wonder if those guys would have any other recourse at playing if they didn't try to jump in where they could. You know, Spock says uh, says I've had some of my best waves with randoms. I've been pretty fortunate. Most of the randos I've played with have done their job. You know what I'm saying? I think it for me, I'm probably been lucky, I know, but I don't mind it as much as long as they do their job. You know what I'm saying? And for me, a lot of them did. So I might be I might be a little bit more forgiving of that particular piece because even Steven Aaron says. I probably wouldn't have been able to complete the events had it not been for just jumping in with people because, I, you know, the times that I'm allowed to play. Uh, let me get your thoughts there on wave defense. Tactical Cream from Server 27.
4: What's up, buddy? What's up, man? How you doing? All right, man. Hey, so my biggest concern with the wave defenses, uh, with the randoms, which is, I've been seeing a streak of it, at least on my server, uh, people starting the wave defense, when once all five ships are in, randos, and then they don't even play. They lock people in, and they don't play. They just leave the ships there, and and you know there's no there's no recourse. You lost your your directives, you know, and, and they don't do anything. And it's it's it may not happen to everybody, but it's been happening at least on our on our server. No, I
0: think that does happen. I, a lot of people have said that in the chat when people show up, and then they don't do anything. They just sit around. They don't do anything. They don't help in any way, shape, or form. Uh baba I've seen a lot of people complain about that. What's been your experience on your server um with your alliance? Have you had trouble with randoms?
1: Uh so there were there were a couple instances where someone would show up and or someone would just be sitting in the system waiting for people to show up and we would move on to another system. Like there there seems to be enough systems that we can go to. Uh that that we can that we can do this so i i think that that's i it's it's definitely annoying i hate it's like oh we're going to condor nope nope i guess we're not going to condor now like you know so i totally get that uh where people are upset totally understand it totally agree with it um the whole uh carry me syndrome is is very 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 dangerous which is something that people got used to with armadas um so I think that the biggest the biggest thing is is just find another system. Like there are enough systems, just go to a different system that is empty, right? You know, initially when there were lots of people running them, kind of as at the at the arc launch, it was a little bit more crowded, but now just move to a
4: different system that shows that it's empty.
0: Um, uh, yeah, go ahead, butts.
4: But um I, I agree that 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 it is not detrimental and it's not something that you can't work around what it is is a quality of life you know improvement like because we can't you know determine who we want in the wave it's taking two to three to four times longer to get them organized and get them done uh you know just basically wasting time exactly
0: okay um interested in hearing your thoughts Uh, on this admiral pegasus from server 134 appreciate you being here uh welcome into the stage of talking track what do you got for us on wave defense man
3: uh well i actually found it quite fun to do and it sort of reminded me my first go of uh dungeons on world of warcraft where i got absolutely ripped by everybody because i didn't know (laughs) what i was doing yeah and it was it's sort of the same i'm finding at the minute i'm looking at players and especially the randoms it's like come on mate what are you doing you need to go there you need to go there but there's no way to tell them in the system saying look you need to go here you need to go here i mean you can get round it with your own alliance. You could use voice chat in discord to organize your fleet and so say, you need to go to six o'clock, three o'clock. But when it comes with random, so it's like, um, uh, Oh, tactical cream said, um, some of them just don't know what they're doing because they're just like, Oh, what's this? I, I don't know what I'm doing because they've not read, um, like the patch notes. They've not read something or, and, Yes, we get it. Like, um, Rev said this, and I'll say this on my videos and live streams, not everybody follows content creators. Um, so they don't know what they're doing. So it's like you're having to tell them, look, you need to do this, you need to do this. It it, it can be a headache, especially when you've got 10 minutes to explain something in a chat. That's literally type only. Well, and i don't and just...
0: Yeah, I don't disagree that the communication tools are terrible. Okay, Bubba, we've said that from the very beginning. As a matter of fact, we kind of hinged, kind of said that, you know, the success of Wave Defense probably largely relied on the tools that came with it, and those tools did not really end up panning out. Let me ask you, did you find, Bubba, that the tools or lack thereof significantly impaired your ability to enjoy this feature
1: so i would not say it significantly impaired my ability to enjoy this feature and the reason i would say that is because initially right initially i'd figured out the pattern i was paying attention to content creators and it was very difficult to get people to say, to get the people to like, hey, you're hitting surveys. You need to be here, here, and here, right? Or you're hitting this. You need to be here, here. This is where it's coming. And that would have been much easier over voice. But as the arc went on and the information became more readily, became more readily available, um, you could say, hey, go look at our Alliance Discord. It's like, oh, I hate going to that. Just go look at the graphic and you can have an idea of what's coming in. And whether you are memorizing it or you're just used to it or you've done enough of them that it makes sense and you kind of have an instinct as to where where hostiles may be showing up, I'm actually kind of okay. Like, uh, players have just gotten better at wave defense. Now, are all players getting better? No, not all players are getting better. Not all players get better at doing armadas very quickly. Not all players get better at doing formation armadas very quickly. Some players pick these things up faster than others. But I think at least in my group that I've been playing with. And we picked up a random uh, 38 or something last night, and we went uh, 10, 9, 10, right? So, you know, they knew their role. Their role was to hit surveys. They did it very, very well. And the rest of us had to focus in on the actual, the the, the combat hostels to make sure they didn't get in. So didn't have to tell this person. They knew what their role was. Now, do I think that there are players out there that don't know? Absolutely, but I think that the more you play this, just like any feature in any game, the more you play it, the more it becomes second nature, and the more you're going to be able to adapt to it. And I think that that's just—it's still new. People are still trying to figure it out, and some of us have gotten there much quicker than others. um But I—I I, I think that just the more you engage in it, that the more people are going to engage in it successfully.
0: I agree with all those things, and would love to invite you guys up to the stage. We got about. 15 minutes or so left in this particular segment. If you guys would like to sound off on wave defense, a lot of people in the chat saying kind of the same thing, Bubba Joe, just, you know, the randoms were the one piece of this that they really struggled with either that or communication. Um, and I can see a lot of people talking about communication. I got to be honest with you. Do I ever <laughs> do Bubba? Do you ever think that Scopely will ever do anything about the chat client in this game? Cause I, am I'm starting to lose hope in, in any kind of third-party software here. I, I don't see it happening. Do you?
1: Um, well, I feel so, like it,
0: it's something that would have happened already if they were going to, you know?
1: No, I, I think that if Scopely is serious about wanting to keep this game around, they're going to have to do something about the chat client. But I don't think it's going to lead to integrated voice, and I don't think it's going to lead to integrated discord and i don't think it's going to be the things that people want but i do think they are going to do something with their chat client yes
0: well they're going to have to do something with it uh coming to the stage uh joker from server 16 is hanging out he likes to make fun of me a lot joker welcome into the show appreciate you being here on the stage of talking trek uh did you have a good holiday happy new year by the way
2: i did
1: okay on holiday and happy new year
0: yep you as well uh what do you got for us on wave defense what was your reaction
1: to it Oh. As a lower end player, Ops 35, I found it to be an, nothing but frustrating because when you try to get into a wave, first there's the communication problems. A lot of times I get a PN saying, get out, this is Alliance only. But then even when I find one, I can kill like the faction ships in wave one and then first ship out of wave two, I'm dead. So the only thing I'm good for is a few faction ships and then an upper waves, the surveys, which is nothing but boring. And if there's anybody lower than me, well, then I'm completely useless to the entire wave. So I have to I get myself out.
0: Yeah, I, I have heard some people say that they wish that there was a little bit more variance in the strength of Hostile Bubba, because if you come into this thing, as he just kind of said, like the only thing you've got are the surveys that's all that that you can hit because they don't have any defense to them really at all and i have heard some people say that that is somewhat of a frustrated feeling that the only thing that they're good for is you know a 300 power survey you know uh and i can understand that do you think that scopely made waves too hard
1: no all right i think that they make them ramp too fast um, I, and I I don't think that they did that either. Like, I I hear you, and and I hear you know people are like, oh, well, you're a 64, you don't you have a different opinion. You're, you're you're looking at this from the wrong perspective. I hear you, okay. And if you're an alliance where, if you're an alliance and a group of friends and players where the top player is a 35 or a 38 or a 39, then Wave Defense just isn't for you. Like we have features that come along that are just that are either hard locks limited hard ops locks limited or not and i get it okay you want to be able to do wave defense you're an ops 38 you want to go kill those level 50 hostiles like wave that level that part of wave defense is not for you wave defense is meant to get a group of players ideally a diverse group of players together high level and low level each with your own role like if this was if this was a MMORPG, everyone has a role. You've got your DPS, you've got your tank, you've got your healer. If you are a lower ops player, as it comes to wave defense, you have a role. That role is not to hit the faction hostile. You know, maybe it's to hit the faction, the uh, specialty hostile. Specialties, yeah. Your role is to hit the surveys. That is your role. They've designed this so that you have a role. They didn't have to have surveys in this one. They didn't have to put surveys into wave defense. They put them in there so that lower ops players. Had a role while the 40s and 50s and 60s could focus in on the combat ships. That's l- why it exists. Well, like, and that's let me, why they're there.
0: Yeah, and let me also point out that I observed this very early, probably within the first, uh, probably within the first 24 to 48 hours of playing this content, Bubba. That if everybody tried to go after the big ships, okay, then we actually crazy enough actually struggled making sure we hit the surveys. By having somebody in the system to make sure that the surveys were under control, that allowed us more time to hit the other ships. I think that was actually something really, really crucial that we learned very early was that if if you eliminated the number of hostiles that you had to hit by the number of, of surveys that there were in any given wave defense, it made a huge difference. Um, I remind you again about this graphic that we've got in the graphics room. We've shown this off a gazillion times. I'll put it back in here again. But look at the number of surveys that pop up per wave. And this is using the small wave. Um, in the first wave, you've got none. Then you've got two, two, then three, bubba, three in and wave five, then four in wave six, five. Then six in wave eight, six in wave nine, and seven in wave 10, slowly increasing the mm-hmm. number of surveys that come out per wave. So let me ask if there are more and more and more increasing numbers of hostels that show up per wave, and that is more hostels that you can choose not to focus your energy on because you have a, a younger player in there whose job it is to focus specifically on those hostiles. To me, that has been the absolute key of success in wave defense is ignoring the surveys. Does anybody else kind of feel that way? Bubba, Was that did that work for you guys? But the surveys do the same damage as a regular ship. Andy, welcome into the stage. Appreciate that. Hi, They, everyone. they did... Uh, so, surveys are doing damage to the target the same, but they're not doing damage to your ship the same. I'm not entirely sure if that lends itself to the fact that the center target, Bubba Joe, has X number of hits, right? Like, it will take regardless of the type of ship or regardless of the level of ship i don't think it's taking hostile uh, or taking damage from the ship per se bubba joe i think I it is a number of hostiles
1: i don't think it so i don't think it takes damage based on the level of the ship you think but it's still based on think type different ships cause different damage
0: okay yeah, I, I mean because so here's the thing the, you can find I it based that on a the survey faction
1: and swarm and action and eight four seven two and I think all of those do the same amount of damage regardless of their level.
0: To the central target.
1: To the central target.
0: They're definitely doing different amounts of damage to us as players. Sure. But as far sure. as the survey to the central
1: target, there is one ship that does more damage that I can tell.
0: Agreed. I, I uh I agree, and that would be the survey, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Andy, uh, I heard you pipe up just a second ago. Welcome to the stage of Talking Trek. Tell us a little bit about your experience uh, as it has come to wave defense uh, in this uh, in the game this month. What was your experience? Did your, your alliance have success?
6: Well, our alliance were new. We're at server 97. We just got ascended in, in uh, September or something like that. So there's only five level 50s on the whole server. The problem is that everyone's been so geared to being carried for armadas. Like, hey, I'll start an armada. Come help us. We'll, we'll do yeah. it. Yeah. And now you got tokens. Everyone's got to put in their tokens to get into a wave defense. And as soon as you say any alliance, let's do wave defense, you got forty people that are level thirty that want to come and help. And is it really worth it to a level fifty that can only clear three waves when you when you don't have at least four? you know, 45 pluses in there to get to wave seven or eight. Well,
0: that's so, another thing. Where do we feel like, where do we feel like is an appropriate level? Like I love being able to, to completely go through wave 10. Like, sure. Who wouldn't, right? But that's not, I think what the expectation is, Baba let me ask you, we talked a lot about this right at the very beginning. Where do you feel that players should in a ballpark scenario, where should they be finding their, their reasonable point of expectation. Is it wave three? Is it wave seven? Wave five? Is it wave nine? Uh, I know that's going to have a lot to do with the makeup of your team, but I do hear a lot of this. I hear a lot of people very upset that they could only get to wave seven, and I kind of feel like here in month one, that's probably pretty daggone stout. I'm here to tell you guys there are still tools coming. There are still things that will present themselves that are going to improve this mechanic as time goes on. And I'm kind of curious how um, some people feel that their month one progression has been uh, here within waves. Uh, Bubba, where do you think players should be satisfied with?
1: Do you have the graphic for how much loot you get per wave?
0: I can pull it up. Absolutely. I think we've got that in our graphics room somewhere and
6: I, I honestly don't think it's worth it more than unless you can't get past wave seven you know
1: so i don't think that's a realistic expectation like that can be your expectation depending on your ops level that may be we're like i don't want to do it unless i can get to seven but i don't think that's a realistic expectation i think a realistic expectation is you are able to every single day which is one wave a day every single day you are able to get something from the store and I don't know what level that is. Like, I'm thinking that should be like a 1,000 loot, and I don't know where you get a 1,000 loot. That's the part I don't have, I, I, the information I don't have. So
0: I just posted it into the graphics room. There is the running total of loot that you can earn inside of, um, inside of a run of either the Borg Research Lab or the Covert Base. All right, so, so that, what is that, a there
1: single is. redemption of rep? Because I know a double redemption is fourteen hundred. What is a single redemption?
0: I can tell you because I've actually got mine here. So if I come into the Section Thirty-One Faction Store and I'll pop this up, Section Thirty-One Faction Store, one redeem. Oh crap! It was uh, it's fourteen hundred for a double. I know. It, I know. Let me see what the single is. I've got it. <laughs> here we go. Here we go because uh, it's in Jules's chart. So reputation five hundred and sixty, Bubba Joe five hundred and sixty for a single claim of reputation. And that, by the way, stays the same all the way up through handler so far.
1: Correct. Correct. Um, So I think that wave three, like they set the milestone for the daily at wave three. I think that wave three and you get five hundred and fifty that gets you just short of that redemption claim. But it gives you something. So maybe you're getting redemptions fifty five out of fifty six days. Okay, like, or maybe you get a four one day and now you can get it every day, right? I think that wave three is the target. If you're not able to do wave three, you need to find a different group of people to do wave defense with. But I think wave three should be the target. Everything above that is bonus.
0: I would not actually disagree with that to be perfectly honest with you. And that's that's what I think, Bubba, that a lot of people have been a little bit I I don't know what the right word is. You know, uh, completionist, we've talked about this a lot, Bubba Joe, where people feel like they have to be able to do it all. We seem to have this conversation a lot uh, when it comes to, I remember we had it with the new Talios refinery. We've had it with the Motivine refinery, et cetera, et cetera.
1: If I only get to wave three, I'm going to be upset, but I'm an op 64 player. I can all but clear the first three waves by myself. Okay, my ships are fast enough, the hostiles are easy enough. Like, if I get st- if I lose at wave three, something has gone terribly wrong. I would not be satisfied with wave three because I'm an Op 64. But I think if you are coming at this in the 30s and 40s, even up past like rare G4 ships, I think if you're getting past G wave three, I think that's where you want to be.
0: Yeah. Um, I believe that Bubba is probably really on target here. Uh, he, him and I have agreed a lot with the mathematical, uh, mathematical objectives here, especially if, if you're looking. And again, I put this, uh, in the graphics room. I know it's been there before. Let me put this link again. Uh, for those of you who may not remember, there is an entire Google sheet dedicated to section 31 and wave defense and, and all that stuff. And I'll bump that down to the bottom of the list. Uh, in the graphics room, but if you're watching on screen, you you can see, and I'm not going to go through a lot of this data, but this store, Bubba Joe, let's compare this store for a moment, if we can, to Outlaw, to Bajoran, to uh, Borg. Let's look at some of these other stores. Bubba, just from the scaling of cost... Compared to what you get, this may be right up there with Bajoran in how the store was designed to be pretty dang on good. Like, this
1: is... Oh, no. This is where we're going to disagree. So, like, everything good I've said about wave defense, almost none of that translates to Section 31. Oh, stop it! Why? Almost none of it. (laughs) All right, we've got six minutes, The only part of Section 31 that's any good... Is the Rep Redemption. That's the only thing that they've costed correctly because the Rep goes up as you level up and the Redemption cost stays the same. Okay. Everything else about the Section 31 store is hot garbage. What? Explain what specifically. Because I'm
0: the thing. I'm looking at everything stays the same cost all the way as it goes up and increases payout as it goes up. Everything does.
1: Really? The prime dolomite particles go up as you go up? uh you get more officers per officer redemption let me see oh i know you're talking about the rep that you get more of as you go up in level
0: well you also get that you also get more no you
1: don't none of that is true what i'm looking right at
0: it absolutely it is rep goes up uh section 31 transmitters goes up based on ops reputation goes up based
1: on fkr rep uh reputation for section 31
0: No, based on FKR, right? The amount of FKR reputation you get is directly dependent on the current FKR rep that you have and will scale up accordingly. So, for example, if I let me come. Yes, but does
1: not scale up with the Section 31 rep.
0: No, we've complained about that in the past. This scales with your player growth as a, 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 with your account, all right, and your ops. Uh, nothing increasing cost. Nothing goes reverse in, in efficiency. In other words, Bubba, your biggest complaint with all these stores in the past is in no way, shape, or form under any of these redemptions are you punished for proceeding through the store. That does not well, happen. That is anywhere.
1: true. That that I will I will concede that point. Things do not get worse as you advance. I totally agree. We're on board with that. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about let's talk about the things that you can get in here. Okay. So reputation is is what it is. Like it's it's you know, it's a claim. It's seems to be appropriately costed, right? Fine.
0: And it does and, and I'm going to put this in the graphics room real quick so we can glance at it it does scale by your ops and/ or FKR rep as it exists outside of section 31 and maybe that's your complaint is that you want it to pay you more as you progress with section 31 rep my counter to that may be Bubba Joe that that FKR rep is tied to your FKR rep. Transmitters are tied to your ops level. But the thing that rewards you with section 31 rep would be the favors, right? The levels and the, and the benefits and the bonuses that come from the favors and not necessarily the transmitters or the reputation because those are directly related to those particular loops in the game.
1: Well, so I, I, would, I would argue from my perspective, again, being where I am in the game, the fact that there are three successive reputation levels that do not change your FKR rep is horrible.
0: You're referring to uh, these G6 ones, dignitary, yes. renowned, and venerated. Um, yes,
1: this is this is. We got tired of making a difference, so everyone gets the same. (laughs) We got tired of game design, people. We're tired of game design. There were too many numbers. We're tired of doing game design. (laughs) Everyone gets the same.
0: Fair enough. And what he's talking about here is is definitely G6 territory, okay? Uh, G6 territory, Dignitary, Renowned, and Venerated, those all have the same reward uh, for going through there. Now, K9tooth is showing... Uh, a higher one at 330. Look, that may not be in the chart yet. So, K-9, I need you to message Jules or Blue with your actual FKR rep, All right, in this case, your Romulan reputation, because, Bubba, he is actually showing My guess is a he's redemption. Yeah, he's showing a 330 million redemption uh, there for Romulan rep. Um and, yeah, if I'm looking at the, at the chart, it probably is revered. It's probably that next one. He says that that is indeed correct. So there you go, Jules, a, a piece of data for you. But I also want to point out what's the cost of that bundle. It is still 1,400 credits, which stays the same, Bubba Joe, all the way throughout. So it is growing Agreed. with you without the reverse Agreed. cost.
1: Agreed. So from the perspective of they didn't make it worse as you advanced, we're on board. Okay. We agree. Okay. Okay. Um, so let's talk about, let's talk about the, the skins. Okay.
0: Fair. All right. I, to me, the skins, Bubba are like, that's the end of the road for me. I I haven't even looked at them. Uh, we, we can let's, let's look at them because they're in here. You've got the Talios refit. Let's start with that one, uh, and Bubba, we got to knock this out in two minutes, and then we'll have to take a break, unless well, you want to okay, come back. Okay, so
1: let's 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 summarize this. Okay, we don't need to dig into what they do. Okay, but there is a Talios refit, and there is a Defiant refit. I don't think either of them are any good. That's a different story. But nine hundred and thirty credits for two shards of this refit—like you have to do that sixty times. That's fifty-some odd thousand credits devoted to just getting this skin. Let's talk about the officers. We're talking about a 1,000 credits per officer shard. Yeah. For a rare, we're talking about 2,000, 2,500 almost of the epic. We're talking about the favors that cost anywhere from 5,600 to 14,000 at level one, DJ. Yeah. This is nothing like Bajoran. Bajoran, you could engage in Bajoran for a couple of days and get a favor. Here, if you are not getting to level 10 multiple days in a row, you are not engaging this. You are, it is a much, much, mm. much, much longer road to engage in these features. Well, let's not and take it to level the 10. That's part I don't like about the store. Fair Before enough. Before we talk about the skill points.
0: Okay. So let's talk. Uh, let's look at. Um, I agree level 10 obviously is going to make this thing go faster, but we also agree that that is not the general expectation. So Bubba Joe had mentioned level three. I am probably going to say that, you know, if you build your team especially well then and you've got some experience, you've got some age and you've got some maturity on your server. I'm going to say that probably uh, level five might be a, a good place for you to shoot for. Okay. Um, I don't even know if that's fair to say that it's an average, but but let's just look for a moment at what level five is going to give, and that would be nine hundred a day. Okay, nine hundred a day. So, Bubba, in six days, we could do a favor. Okay, now you said Bajoran no, you could gave do you
1: one of the favors. Most of the favors are closer to ten thousand.
0: Okay, one favor. Okay, fair enough. So let's look at, well, let's, hey, you know what? Let's go with the big one. Let's look at the 14,000 uh, 14, favor, okay? okay. Uh, 900 is going to be, what, 15 or 16 days to get one of those, okay? Which, by the way, uh, 12 days, 13 days, rather, to unlock Quick Start, okay? Uh, by the way, we do see, for example, Operation Solstice, that is the one that increases isolated damage when in a wave defense, Bubba Joe, 33,000 at level three, okay? That's an entire, that's over a month. That's almost 40 days uh, to to unlock that third level, okay? So, um, do we think it's too slow or do we think it's slow compared to the other the other uh, because bajorn was quick right it was
1: fast it's pretty good so yes it was good right
2: so do we we why are we
1: making it worse why are we taking something that was good and making it worse that is a good question and i mean so like you can't make something just be a better player experience i'm not talking about making an officer that is just simply better than an officer I'm talking about improving a player experience. Yeah. You had things in Bajoran that were good. And you had things in Bajoran that were bad. And so you fixed the things that were bad and you made the things that were good, bad. Well, why can't we just <laughs> fix the things that are bad? Yeah. Why do we have to then balance it by making part of the player experience worse?
0: Yeah, no, I, I actually agree with that. I, I, I think I can, because this does look very, very slow. I mean, even my own, progression through it if I'm not playing every single day my own progression has suffered in this so uh, I can I can honestly agree with that but uh, Tiberius also points out that the Bajoran favors are generally universal and most of these section 31 are are just wave defense but again I kind of argue that they become necessary, right um, it is a self-supporting loop but at the same time to get those favors, Is extremely important, Uh, and your ability to progress deeper into these waves relies heavily on these favors. Um, So, so, yeah,
1: I think we can argue whether they're going to actually help you in the waves or not. That's an entirely different discussion to have. Like, but the point is, is that if they get you, if they get you one extra wave, it's worth it. Okay, if Bajoran was helping every aspect of your gameplay these favors are only helping wave defense. Yeah. Okay, now is helping wave defense bad? No, but the point is, is that for a much more interesting and capable path of Bajoran favors, it was much more attainable and easier and you could could drive your engagement, like it was something you could control yourself. Um, And this is like, yes, if you do this, you will make it so that you do waves easier, when in fact, it almost doesn't matter, DJ, because unless you have a group of people who are also making waves easier, you're still going to fail at the same spot. It's not like one of these favors makes it so you can kill off half the map instead of your little quadrant, right? I think... None of these favors are going to do that. You still have <sighs> I think to that's have up a for group debate. that is working together. So these favors are not changing your gameplay. They might be reducing your repair bill a teeny tiny amount.
0: See, Okay, so it's, it's two perspectives on the same coin. I'm not looking at it from repair. I'm looking at it as some of these are going to give you a couple of extra hits, and those couple of extra hits could be enough to get your entire team to the next wave and therefore increasing the number of credits that you're going to get. You see what I'm saying? So, like It's definitely a step. I understand, I understand. I understand so, that you so can let's... make it to level 10. I can make it to level 10, but there are people in the chat right now who are struggling to make it to level 3. And I think with some of these favors and some of these improvements, level three becomes level four. All right. And level four can become level five. And Hani says, that's all I can do is get to level three, but increasing isolated damage, increasing critical hit chance and damage. Uh, I think some of these are going to be tools that help you get one more level. You know what I'm saying? Now, Rex could be right before favor six out of 10 after favor six out of 10. That could be your situation. I would hope that that's not the the situation for everybody, well, but it could I, be. I'm not, I'm looking not saying at the bonuses. It's
1: not. I'm not certain that they're going to make a significant difference, but again, that's kind of a different, like we can talk about that some other time if we ever want to come back to it when we talk about the effectiveness of the skins. The last thing I want to talk about this faction store.
0: Okay
1: is the Sloan skill points. I railed against this and railed against this and railed against this. I know. And I said, fine. (laughs) I will try and go get some Sloan skill points from the store. I need about 500 to do this first level of this skill that I want to go do. And so I go and I look. No timer. I need to do about, about 500. I get them in 45 bundle. How many credits do you think would be fair for 500 skill points, DJ?
0: Well, I don't know about fairness, but doing the math, that's probably, what, 50,000, give or take?
1: 500 skill points would be 15,000. 15, 000, 15 Fif- not 50. 15,000.
0: 15,000, okay.
1: Yes, to do level one of one of slowed's skills.
0: So that would be what? This four,
1: is outrageous.
0: Four waves for you?
1: 15,000? I don't get 15,000.
0: I said four waves. No, four, four total waves. Yeah. Four, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Sorry. Four, four total. Four defenses. Four
1: completions. Of, yes. Four to do one skill. Come on, DJ. <laughs> Listen, I'm not, I'm not,
0: again, I didn't play much this month, but you, What you're talking to me right now is about analytics that I haven't had a chance to do. So I don't really know so, how I feel about it. I've already lost a whole month. Uh, so Four so days,
1: four days for one level to, of a skill, so, though. You. The point the point that you brought up, okay, the point that you brought up of putting these in here relieves pressure of skill points that you have, right? That was the point you brought up at the beginning of the month, and you liked having these skill points in here, okay? I do. You can do that and source them the way skill points are sourced normally. You can have this be a relief point without making it a pain point. And that's where I want to draw the line. That's where I want to draw the line and say, hey, if you want this to be a way to score, score Sloan skill points by engaging in the section 31 store, fine. But don't take away the primary way to get skill points, which is in the, lo and behold, the fleet commander refinery. Right. Well,
0: again, yeah. let's let's remind people very quickly, okay? and And I do want to do this real quick because we've only got a minute or two left. Uh, We're actually over our time, but Bubba Joe, let's very quickly run down the priority in this event store again, okay? Uh, Because I see see you, Margin. He says, DJ, you're forgetting that you got to buy rep each day, and I'm not forgetting because I am buying that rep each day. It's the first thing that I'm doing. That is the priority, especially now that we have determined that costs never go up. Okay. So Bubba Joe, let's let's very quickly run through the order of operations in the Section 31 store. I believe that we're going to agree on this. We agreed on day one. I would imagine that we still do today. First and foremost, every single day is at least a single pull of rep, if not a double. Correct. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. There is no, there is absolutely no reason to look at anything else other than rep. Okay. Now, Joker says, why focus on rep when you can't afford the stuff at your current level? You know, Joker, I don't necessarily disagree, kind of, but unlike all other stores, increasing rep does improve your efficiency, okay? So, yes, there comes a point where you can't just buy rep, okay? You have got to look at, a even if it's a favor, even if it's one favor that you're really going to jump into and, and improve your ability in one area. Bubba, if we were looking at favors, take Yo-Yo Dine out of it. Actually, don't. Take Hermes out of it. Hermes is the abil- is the quick start Armada ability. That's the, the Armada quick start uh, favor. Okay. So you've got whole health, defense, which is stupid, Critical hit chance, critical hit damage, isolytic damage, and impulse speed—all while in wave defense. Bubba Joe, rank those from one to six in order of priority. Um, I—I think for it. me and Joker, this is this is my opinion. Okay, when I'm an analyst, you're right. I'm only buying rep. I'm not buying anything else. I don't care about defensive mitigation. Give me a freaking break, okay? I'm going to hold those credits, push my rep, so that I can invest all of my credits into isolytic damage, okay? Now, so Divine says Hermes first as its, you know, whole game and its Armada quick start, and and that could be fair. I'm not saying that that's not a, a good thing to invest in. I'm saying with the self-supporting purpose of of wave defense, where do you go all in here? Because I agree, Joker, this is different than Bajor. It's different than, than the Bajoran store, rather. You can't probably do a bunch of stuff in any one given day. All right? I feel like this is one of those, if you are only hitting wave three or wave four, or even wave five, you got to pick your area of focus. You can't do it all. All right, now, if you're doing level 10s every single time, you can probably buy a lot more stuff. Bubba Joe, you're doing level 10s every time. Can you still do it all?
1: I'm not doing level 10s every time, but I'm doing it more often than I'm not.
0: Okay, but are you able to buy Um, everything in the store every
1: day, or are you picking your focus? I'm picking my focus. You got it. In fact, the only favor that I have unlocked... Is the Armada?
0: quick start. Yeah, guys, this is definitely a story that's going to force us to be a little bit choosier. Okay, now Keener says, "I want it all." I get it. I've got. I've got the sound. I've got it, Bubba Joe. Where is it? Uh, I forgot it. I lost it. I had it. Where did it go? Oh, here it is. <laughs> I, want it all. I really. I lost the timing on that, Bubba it Joe. All. It doesn't even matter now. All right, it took me 30 seconds to find the on button. That's the thing. We can't do all this stuff. I don't even think we can do more than two or three. I think this is one of those things where you're going to have to really choose one and go in, you know? Uh, and whether that is dolomide, which I think, me personally, Bubba, I think that goes towards the bottom of the list for me, but should it for everybody? I don't think no. so. Yeah, Bubba and I agree on that too. Bubba, after reputation, what comes next for you?
1: Um, after reputation, um you know what? Um after reputation, so it's interesting. The building, like I was not prioritizing the building, but mm-hmm. the building allows you to carry more armada speed ups. Yeah. So for no other reason than that, uh-huh. I'm prioritizing the building.
0: If you're going to prioritize Armada Quick Start, then yes, you got to upgrade the building. If I'm not going to prioritize Armada Quick Start, then the building isn't as important. I see Simpy talking about, well, I'm really, really interested in the Dolomite particles. And I kind of said at the beginning of the month, I felt like this was, felt like that was uh, icing on the cake. But I see a lot of people looking at, the parts. Now, again, if you're going to focus on dolomite particles, what is it? Materials or parts? Class? Parts. Okay? Spe- well, it's, at least if you're G4. Parts. Okay? That's the big one. Uh, Sippy says, well, I don't know, resources first. That would be the resources and materials one. Cool. Okay? Good with that. That could be very important to you if you are doing progression, if you have ships to build, if you're trying to scrap, Okay, very very important perspective, Simpy. I might have been slightly unfair when I said Dolomite should be at the bottom of the barrel. That's the icing on the cake. I can see it being a priority for some people. Okay, what about uh, Fleet Commander Sloan? If you're a big believer in forbidden technology, then I feel like you probably want to do a little bit of rep- a little bit of investment into Sloan here at the beginning, possibly. Right, uh, I, I think know. that's a
1: really expensive option for someone.
0: It is. It. it is. There's no doubt. But at least it it is helping tear up catalyst. All right, it, it, it's not cheap. But that could be your that could be your, you know, where you want to go.
1: Interestingly enough, DJ, I haven't touched that skill.
0: Have you not? I did. I maxed it out as soon as I could. All right. The next one for me is probably going to be isolytic damage. Operation Solstice, that one's really important to me. So there's, there's a lot of things, and, and what I do like about this store, and we'll wrap up with this in 30 seconds. What I do like about this store, Bubba Joe, is that it's not uh, here's the roadmap to how you progress through the store. There's actual legitimate choices. There's actual legitimate strategy, and there is an actual legitimate path of choice based on the player's priority. You know what I'm saying? Like, I actually enjoy that about this store, that it's not cookie cutter. You and I have talked about this in the past. We've gotten to a point in the game where there's not a lot of stuff that fits an Ops 30 the same as it fits an Ops 60 anymore. And I think they've actually done a good job adapting this store to reflecting today's time in the game. Like, people might want Dolomide, but Bubba, do you need Dolomide? Probably not. Right? You probably uh, don't. Need-
1: it is not my, the top of my priority. No.
0: Not at the top of my list either. Why? Because we are dodo heads who already bought them all. So I don't necessarily need the dolomite. I didn't buy them all. I didn't buy them
4: all.
0: <laughs> the bottom. I yeah, bought them all. <laughs> I think we did earn one. Didn't we? Didn't we earn one? It was one that they gave for free, like an event or something like that. Anyway, whatever, whatever. All right. We've got those. Dolomite, not important to me, but it could be important to Joker. Could be important to Simpy. All right. I have seen this in the chat, and you guys know how much I grabbed this. Um, Is it possible or feasible that somebody who can do wave eight, nine, and ten are looking at Syndicate XP? Yeah.
1: Oh, God, no.
0: Bubba's not. Well,
1: so hang on. Does anyone know, does Syndicate XP have a timer?
0: I haven't looked. Does it have a timer?
1: I'm not going to hit it to find out. I don't then, yes, mind to hit it.
0: I'll hit it. The redemption it's, is not good.
1: Nesbit says 22 hours. It's garbage.
0: Oh, it is 22. Ugh. The redemption is its pretty expensive. It's 2,240 credits for 3,000 syndicate. Call it a credit per syndicate. That's pretty expensive. Okay. But I do see that some people are... are Listen. That one day, Bubba Joe, that I would have been 300 syndicates short, I might have actually done it. Now, I found another way to do it. I know, I found another way to do it, thankfully, but at least it's there, right? Maybe in a pinch, it's there. Sigma Resources. I have no idea. Oh, God. We have to take a break, Bubba Joe. I got four seconds. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. (laughs) I got to hit the button. Uh, This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek League of Men's Official Podcast. We'll be right back. Today's show brought to you in part by the Musgrove Trial Firm in Georgia. (laughs) Have you suffered personal injury in Georgia? You need a buddy. Give Buddy at the Musgrove Trial Firm a call 678 226 1994. Visit them online at Musgrove Trial Firm dot com looking for ways to enhance your gaming experience inside star trek fleet command well surtail has the answers for your health and wellness needs especially while gaming gummies to sharpen the mind when you can't come up with 14 words where three would do surtail is an independent distributor of all aerial products that you would need to improve your gaming experience surtail also distributes bath salts cbd creams and oils weight loss products protein shakes workout aids delta eight gummies and so much more message surtail on discord or go to crazybunch.org
5: This program is made possible in part by a grant from the Federated Tobacco Growers, who remind you, if smoking doesn't pick up soon, we're going to have to replant all our fields with spinach. And you wouldn't want that, would you? All right, welcome back to the office, gang. Time to jump right into our Q1 report. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, you okay? That sounds pretty nasty.
3: Yeah, it's just my pollen allergy. No biggie.
5: Pollen? It's January in Chicago. (laughs) Oh jeez, you too? Uh, somebody must have a cat in here. I have a terrible allergy. There's no cat in here. It's an office building.
4: <coughs> oh, this dang dust allergy.
5: I get everyone is under the weather from the holidays. You can use your sick days. I
2: need those for my Cabo vacation.
5: When you're sick. Aruba for me. I already blew mine for the year. It's not even okay. February. Plus, we're not sick. Yeah, it's just allergies. Can I work remote tomorrow? <coughs>
2: it's almost prime time something lame is coming on tv it's all the same stuff you see a show that makes you want to sleep you try to watch To see, train my whole life just to be Tell nobody I control you I broke back just to own you And you do it. can't tell, but I love
0: you All right, Bubba Joe
2: The Weekend so Lily Rose, Depp and Jenny. The
0: song is called One of the Girls, which was the number one song in Saudi
2: Arabia this year. Saudi Arabia, number one. Welcome back
0: in, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I'm really having fun with these top 100s of the year, Baba Joe. Are
1: you not worried that you have no idea what they're saying? That one was in English, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, it was.
0: Did that just say choke me until I pass out? I think it did. (laughs) So, yes, Bubba Joe, I am extremely concerned about what they're saying. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was, whoo, that was dirty. Um, <laughs> let me find something else. Oh, good. You know what was number five on their list? <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, people dream high in the quiet of the night. You know that I caught it.
0: That was number five on their list was uh, the Taylor Swift song there. Bubba Joe. You're right. He I'm pretty su- everywhere. If, if you go to any country in a world, around- come on. Somebody give me one country. Give me a country. And we're going to see where Taylor Swift landed on it. Come on, give me, give it to me. Russia. All right, let's see if we can find Russia's. Uh, let's see. Not on the list. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no idea. Poland. All right, let's check Poland. Poland's not on, the, on my list. Um, Croatia. All right, I'm just going in order in the chat, Bubba Joe. Croatia. Not on the list. Why are you guys giving me weird ones? Okay, Singapore. I don't mean weird ones. I just mean like, why are they not on this list? Are they like too small to have their own list or something? Maybe. Singapore. Oh, Singapore has one, and Ani gets it. Singapore. Oh my god, number one. Number one. Taylor Swift
2: dream high in the quiet of the All night.
0: right, uh, let's find another one here. I'll go, and Hani did Singapore. Simpi wants Zimbabwe. Let's check Zimbabwe. Here we go. Zimbabwe. Let's find out where. Okay, so here was number one, not Taylor Swift. Ooh, that feels good. You want to do one? Here, put your headphones on. This is number one in Zimbabwe. It's from Kabze De Small and Mthunzi. It's called Imithun Danzazo. I'm sure I'm not saying that right. But I like the sound. You like the sound? Oliver DJ's hanging out. Do you like the sound?
2: Yeah, let me choose one Hang
0: on. I wanna I wanna finish playing this one. This is good. I like the beat. It, it's getting started real slow. Here, I'm gonna fast forward. All right, let's see. And where is Taylor Swift on this list? Taylor Swift. Oh, boy, where is Taylor Swift on this list? Oh, my gosh, Bubba Joe, we might have just found it. On the Zimbabwe list, Taylor Swift did not make the top 100. Hey, Dad. Mm-hmm. One now? yeah you can pick one Por- taylor swift taylor swift di- now how is this possible hold on i'm gonna bubba joe taylor swift didn't make the top 100
3: <laughs> but Nicki minaj did i'm so
1: confused <laughs> this club, i don't club get it either oh, yeah. Nicki
0: minaj made it but taylor swift <laughs> did it
2: yeah. Yeah. This club, uh. yeah. Yeah. all right club. so
0: uh yeah that was that that was that terrible song From a minute ago. Okay, Oliver, uh, you get to pick a country. (laughs) Quit Uh, making those sounds. That's my computer. Don't plug it into that. You're going to have to plug it in somewhere else. Um,
3: Portuguese.
0: Portugal? Yeah. (laughs) He's so cute.
3: I like calling it Portuguese. But that's not. I know.
0: (laughs) All right, Portugal. Number one is Inigo Quintero.
5: Do you like it? I have one more.
0: No, you don't get one more.
2: <laughs> one more. Dead. Yeah.
0: Ooh, I like this. If I just
2: do one more and then I'll then I won't do any more. Okay,
5: then. then. Alright.
0: Which one do you want?
4: Argentina.
0: Argentina, he says. Alright, let's go find Argentina. Uh, Argentina. If it's There I, it is. Okay, number one in Argentina is Emilia.
2: <laughs> what are
0: they saying? Madonna, I like this <laughs> beat, Baba Joe.
2: Much, how much Oh, yeah. can
1: Argentina on a map faster than DJ Ken.
0: Oh, that, that could probably absolutely happen.
2: Oh, yeah. This is awesome. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, what are you
0: look at me like that for? Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I like that one. That's a really good one. Okay. Uh, okay, we'll have to check out the Argentina playlist later. Good pick. All right, Baba Joe, uh, welcome back into the show. Appreciate it. Um, Tuab says, this is why podcasts are three hours long. We're at two hours and 40 minutes, and I could just end it right here. Right now. (laughs) You
1: could, but
0: you're Uh, not going to. No, I'm not going to. Uh, Welcome back in, everybody. Appreciate you guys being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. Long live and prosper. Uh, This is Talking Track, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Right before the break, Bubba Joe, I do apologize for cutting you off, but I hit the snooze button.
1: Is long live and prosper better than calendars? (laughs) <laughs> i don't
0: know i'm going with it now long live and prosper okay no yes retrieving did you not see the thing that Scopley did instead of live long and prosper they did long live and prosper you didn't see it now it's a thing and i'm making fun of him for it
2: ah, it's a it's
0: a thing baba i apologize for cutting you off because like i had hit the snooze button three times and uh and didn't mean to and then it just like it was like five seconds left. I was like, oh, my God. So it's go.
1: like your wake-up call when you're trying to spark the podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, real quick, let, let me give Bubba Joe uh, the last five minutes here. Wrap up on the Section 31 store. I'll be quiet, even though I'm probably going to disagree with you. What I was kind of saying is I like the extreme variety and choice that's employed in this store, but I don't think, I think as players. Well, now, I would agree, Bubba, agree, that maybe it feels slow. We agree on that.
1: We agree that there's an extreme variety in choice. I think that there should have been more favors that affected your general gameplay than just the one. I think that that there should have been... I mean, you can say, okay, well, we weren't going to do a whole bunch of favors like we did for Bajoran. Okay, well, there could have been one or two that could have been general. By the way, if you don't offer any general ones, you can't find out whether people are prioritizing those over the ones specifically for wave defense. You can't get that feedback, so that's just... Bad game design to be able to get the feedback from the players from your analytics to say, do they par- do they want more general favors or do they want more wave defense favors? But fine, you know that's you know it's go- it's par for the sco- course for Scopely. Um, but I like that you have to take make a choice. I don't have any problems with forcing pay- people to make a choice. I have problems with the costs. Okay. Do you think?
0: What here's the problem with that? If the costs were lower, then they wouldn't be forcing choice because you could just buy it all. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I wonder. You know what? There is a way around that, though, right? Offer more. I don't know how you do that with the favors. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm busy right now. I'm busy right now doing a show. See? We're talking, and I'm on. So you go do your thing over there on your computer, okay? Um. I'm not exactly sure how you do that, Bubba Joe, when you're limiting the number of selections. I guess there is a couple of ways you could do it. You could do it in a bundle that's choose one. You could sell a token. I I don't know. But if you make it cheaper, inherently, you make it so that people can buy more, you know, and then it doesn't force that choice. So I don't know. That's something that we can definitely consider and think about. Um, Or do you have an an opportunity or, or a thought process, Bubba Joe, in which you could make that happen sooner than later?
1: Um, so absolutely. Right. So you absolutely can do that. Right. And we're just talking about favors, right? We haven't even started to talk about when you should start sourcing the officers, when you should start you sourcing reputation or syndicate rep. I mean, there are things in this store that are worth redeeming. And I just think that they, they valued everything too high. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that they just, if they just knock it down a little bit now, maybe, right. So, part of this problem, okay, so let, let me just take a step back here. So, it's something I wanted to get to. Part of this problem of everything is too expensive comes down to that there's no lift, right? So, I as an OP 64 should be able to go to that next level of uh, wave defense, right? Have you done a, a level 50 wave defense or are you just doing the 40s?
0: Yes, I did try one and I died very early, which is why okay, it's so what better was the better than that there's no value right the be- Correct. the the benefit for me currently is still doing level 10 on the uncommon because i can't exceed 4000 credits on the rare one i'm dying like right so way
1: 5 exactly so if there was more lift in the 50s that might justify some of these costs okay mm-hmm. if you could get 15 to 20000 credits at, a, at the end of a 10 level 50 wave defense. That might justify some of the costs that are in the store. But in order to get to what you get at level 10, you have to get to like level nine on the 50 wave defense. That's it is exactly ridiculously, right. It is ridiculously flat, right? There's basically no benefit to doing mm-hmm. the next level up.
0: Agreed. So, that was actually one thing that that I did actually take back to dev chat is I felt like these numbers... Gosh, Bubba Joe, they. Pro- I know it's going to sound crazy, but they probably need to go up by a factor of two to two and a half X. And I, and, and I know that that sounds like a lot. I don't know, Bubba, let me ask you very quickly. Is 250% like multiplying these numbers by two and a half X. Is that unreasonable? Is that too much? Now, I don't think it can, can you be a factor tell me what numbers you're
1: talking about? I can't see your screen.
0: Okay. On the section 31 cover base, let's just say level four. Is 1,200 talking about
1: the, You're talking about the rewards from the level 50s? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, I think at least double, maybe 2.5x. Now, retrieving says a factor of 10. That's too much. They're never going to give you 67,000 uh, credits for going through one, you know, or even 6,500. Yeah, so yeah, you, you, you the number I threw t- factor out there, of 10 I think, is too was, much.
1: Yeah, the number I threw out there, I thought, was twelve to 15,000. I think a factor of two, 2.5, I think, right? And then... If you're talking okay. about, okay, well, what is the equivalent of wave 10 on a 40 on a 50? And so maybe that's like wave five. And I, I know, think five that's right. Six, and yeah. I think that's right. Yes, I
0: agree. A level 10 on the 40 is probably equal to level four or level five on the 50. All right. That's where I think it be, it should be. So, for example, if they want me pushing, like, I can't imagine anybody's out there doing the level 50s right now. I just can't imagine that anybody is, because if you die, you'd have to make it to level nine to surpass what you can get from level 10 of a 40. It's just not worth it. You know, it's way too, it's too expensive. Um, It's too difficult. It's just not going
1: to happen. You know? Right. So, so if they had if they had increased the loot of those other ones, right? So then you had a choice. I'm getting because I think if you're getting to wave ten on the forties, you're you're you may not get to five on the fifties. Like it is like they start off easy, but they get hard.
0: R- yeah, they do. They do.
1: And so I think that there's just it's a it was a miss. Right. It, there's no lift to credits. Right now. Sure. In a couple of months, we're going to get a prime or something stupid that's just going to universally lift all the credits. And But then that doesn't fix the problem of 50s just being too hard for what you get. It's not worth your investment to try and get any sort of extra lift from the 50s because there isn't a lift to be had. Right. And so there's no justification for the extra house. Now, your concern of, well, you could just buy everything, like – I mean, I have a handful of those rare officers max, but I have none of the epics that are in there maxed right I right. I doubt very rare very rare many people do the the values for the reputation for FKr reputation look to be kind of useful. The value for um syndicate rep seems a little lackluster. We've talked about how it can be a way to ease your burden of rare skill points even though I think that is very expensive and so. I think that you know there are things there to buy. It's just all priced like twenty to thirty percent too high.
0: Yeah. Well, thirty yeah. percent might be conservative too. I feel like some of them are pretty high, <laughs> but, but I don't know. You know, we'll see. There could be there could be other efficiencies, or there so, could be things so that for, happen.
1: For everything that I like about Wave Defense, I am almost at the polar end of of Section Thirty-One because yes. The one thing that I've complained about for repeatedly saying, as you advance in a level, it gets worse.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They fixed that. That's Thank the only God. Thing. Somebody finally went to school and took game design 101 that says, <laughs> do not make your game worse.
0: As and you then progress. somebody
1: came along and said, oh, we're making the game better. Well, we got to take this thing they like and just completely destroy it.
0: <laughs> referring to Bajoran, okay? Uh, now, granted, there are fewer number of favors at this particular stage. That probably, I think, also had a factor in that as well. Uh, can't say that I know that for sure, but uh, no, there is definitely uh, some things in Section 31 to to like and not to like. Uh, they did make some improvements, but there are some expensive costs, and, and I wonder, Bubba, if this is indicative of that they don't plan on adding any favors for a while. I also kind of wondered... The fact that there were only seven favors to begin with, you know what I'm saying? Like I kind of, I kind of felt like that was a little lackluster in and of itself. But maybe time will tell on something like that. I don't know, Bubba. I don't want to spend a, a whole lot more time on that because there's still two other sections, one of which may not even need time. Bubba Joe, I know that there are still younger players in the game. I never want to, I never want to intentionally forget. That there is a significantly lower ops level player perspective that exists in this game, uh, which is why uh, I'll ask Karkin this question. I'll ask Putts this question. Let me start with Bubba, though. Is mining speed important today? Does anybody care? Yes. Okay. Chad is actually kind of disagreeing with you. Divine says, it does. Joker says, yes, absolutely. Uh, Light Bull says, as a G6 player, I care. All right. Smiley saying, yes. Okay, a lot of people saying, yes. Crazy says, not if you're a pirate. Captain Taylor says, yes, if you are at war. Captain Q says, the only mining speed that matters to me is the whip. All right. Bubba, let me ask. There are twenty different sources today of mining speed, all right? What does Scopely do to introduce a mining speed buff? Like, what does it take now for you guys to care? There are so many places. Do you guys realize that your mining speed bonuses on generic materials now is probably north of 10,000%? If you're a G6 player, it's north of 10,000%. If you're a G3 player today, it's probably still in the thousands of percent. And Cruzito says, with the introduction of token mining systems, it hardly even matters anymore. I might argue that a G6 player might be the only person who cares. Is that an ignorant perspective? And And I'm not, I'm genuinely asking. Joker says it is. I'm genuinely asking because when, when I see something related to mining speed, I don't care. Why don't I care? Because a 50% boost of mining speed when I have 10,000 doesn't do anything.
4: Go ahead, Putz. Here's why it matters for, let's say, the free-to-play or the lower-level ops. Number of docks. Number of docks. If, if I had one more dock... Or two, I wouldn't care about my mining speed at all.
0: So it's not even about it's. I see what you're saying. You're saying that the amount of time that you've tied up a dock that you've got that you know that you could be doing other things with.
4: I'm not mining all three all three uh, materials ever because I have five docks, and if I ever want to, oh wait a minute, let me quickly run a solo armada or something. I'm only mining with two ships maximum, you know, unless it's mining Mondays or I'm offline, you know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. If I just had one more dock, it would be great. Two more docks, I would be in heaven.
0: Okay. Are you using token space? Are you able to use that kind of lucrative space? Are you, you know.
4: I use Um, I go in and steal. Um but uh i have the luxury of having two three uh three star territories um so the only thing i mine outside territory is ore um and i go and hunt in with my amalgam i actually take a freeman crew on my on my maxed out amalgam and i go hunt all of the token spaces i go hunt uh the uh delta quadrant uh g4 and g3 mining spaces And that pretty much keeps me uh, in flush for ore. So let me ask this. If mining speed,
0: if you were to compare mining speed with cargo capacity or protect rather protected cargo, what would you find to be more important?
4: I would rather have protected cargo first, cargo capacity second, mining speed third for me personally. But I can understand how someone who, you know, doesn't have the luxury of having two, three-star territories um, or a maxed-out amalgam that they can hunt with or whatnot or has has a row that you can't do all of that in, that mining speed might be second or maybe even first.
0: Beans and Snots accurately points out that mining speed or protected cargo even is a challenge for it to matter due to accumulated research for a lot of elder players. New stuff doesn't affect us as much as it does new players, and I get that. Um,
1: so, so, DJ. Go ahead, Baba. For for the, the, the op 60 player, and again, I don't want to spend all the time on this, the mining speed boasts do not matter. It's all about the mining laser. So even for getting- a G6, you guys don't care. It, if it, if what we are getting adds to the mining laser bonus in some sort of significant fashion, then yes. But all of the material bonuses are completely irrelevant.
0: Not only that, but there that's, are there is a that's lot of their material own
1: fault for how they designed G six mines. Okay. So like that's just that's just the way that they designed it. So if we're getting a mining officer, that's going to add you know anywhere from you know, 50 to 500% bonus to mining speed, it's going to be completely irrelevant basically to everyone.
0: I want to point this out uh, that this is, and again, this is something that uh, 98% of us will never see. This is a Mark Six laser on a Selkie, which is a G6 mining ship at 58,000% mining bonus uh, because what is the base mining speed on these G6 materials? It's like what? 11, or 6, or 7. I'm pretty sure, Bubba Joe, it's something really bad, right?
1: It is something very bad.
0: Yeah. So where they're getting everything is based out of the mining laser that they're getting. So think of this, Bubba Joe, under the traditional mining formula, which we've got way buried in our graphics room, we could probably find it. Under the traditional mining formula, you know what? I'm going to try to find it. I'm going to try to find it right now in graphics... Uh, Oops, graphics room, mining. I bet I'm going to find this formula somewhere, Bubba Joe, because I want to bring this up. Oh, my gosh, I got it. Look, wait, where'd it go? Here we go. Bubba Joe. (laughs) Wow. All right, this is old. I'm going to bring this up on your screen, uh, and this is in the uh, graphics room. I'll bump it down to the bottom. This is old stuff right here, Bubba Joe. All right, the mining rate, is the base mining rate of the node multiplied by um, a mining bonus? Okay, which is the and that mining bonus, by the way, is the uh, is the mining laser of a ship. Let me be real clear about that because there was uh, ambiguousness on that way back in the day. Then you've got um, multiplied by the mining research, faction mining research, the ship ability which was not the mining laser, but the actual ability. Uh, what is the mining ability or the ship ability of the Selkie, Bubba Joe? Is it also to improve the, the speed of something? What, what's the ship ability of the Selkie? By the um, way, Bubba Joe, uh, Green Bay just looking made the playoffs. I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, uh, yeah, Green Bay made to, the playoffs.
1: It adds to gas, crystal, and ore mining.
0: Okay, so that is the ship ability that we would show up here. Bubba Joe, just out of curiosity, what's the ship ability of the Selkie for you where you're at right now? What's what tier?
1: Uh minus tier five.
0: Tier five, and what's the ship ability for material mining? Two hundred
1: and ninety-five percent.
0: Two ninety-five. So that's the number that goes where the ship ability says it is. Okay. Officer bonus, faction mining, speed mining research, all that stuff. Now, I want to come back to the very beginning. Mining bonus. This is the mining laser. Bubba Joe, we've talked about this a gazillion, million, bajillion, a f- 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 times. If or at you, least four. Or at least four times. If you have a mining bonus, a laser, mining laser bonus of 58,000% how effective is 295%?
1: Not very effective.
0: Not very effective. I mean, a, a little bit, but not not very. That's that's many. You need USB-C. Here, take this one. But bring it back to me, okay? There you go. Do you have something to plug it into? I can plug it into my computer. Your computer doesn't... Oh, yeah, it does. Okay, never mind. You're good. Um, th- this is the point. This is why... And I missed this. I didn't understand. But this is why Bubba Joe and K9 Tooth are saying, "Listen, EXOs don't matter. Okay, uh, mining speed doesn't matter. Officers don't matter. Research doesn't matter. Because it's all about this component, which is the mining laser of the ship. And if you guys are are listening in podcast, I've got this in the graphics room for you to see. It is fifty eight thousand percent at tier six. Now again, that's not a you know, an easy thing to get to, but it demonstrates the point. So, Bubba Joe, for you to be excited about a mining officer, what would the bonus have to be? Or a mining research or a mining favor. I don't mean to pigeonhole anything. I'm just saying, what does it take for you to get excited? 10%? 25%? Uh, maybe 100%? Uh
1: No. Why not because it doesn't matter
0: because it doesn't matter
1: taking a mine taking a mining speed from uh, eight hours to seven hours and 59 minutes is pretty irrelevant
0: this is kind of what Bubba and I have been able to agree on when it comes to hazards is that hazard defense is actually quite hilarious Hilarious to me, because I'm not playing in it. Not as hilarious to Bubba Joe, who has never really liked hazards, but hazard defense is kind of a joke. Now, I feel differently about hazards than Bubba Joe does, but I will agree with him that what Scopely has offered as a quote-unquote solution, hazard defense is worthless, pointless, stupid. Bubba Joe, we talked about the, uh, the benefit of that one prime. The, the prime that lets you mine for two extra minutes. Do you remember? Uh, yes. For a level one G6 player, a level one hazard system, there is a prime that allows you to mine for two extra minutes. What we're talking about with this kind of mining laser that's built into the game is going to be the exact same kind of thing. As a matter of fact, I'm already starting to sense a really dangerous mindset with what I'm seeing here in G6 already. Now, again, let me rephrase. I'm not, turned to, I'm not tucking tail on what I think about hazards, but I do think that the tools that they're offering people for what features are being released in G6 are hilariously absurd, okay? Hilariously absurd. Let's talk about, uh, well, we don't need to talk about a bunch of G6 stuff. I'm just kind of pointing out that Scopely has yet again found a way, Bubba Joe, to further their difficulty in game design because let's pretend that I do get a new favor for mining. Is it even possible for them to release a favor for mining that is valuable to you in the same way that it is valuable to me? Is it mathematically possible?
1: Absolutely. How? They have to structure it like they structured the abilities in territory.
0: It has to be a scaling feature, right? Correct. Has to be a scaling boon, meaning that for Ops 40 through 45 and then Ops 46 through 50, it'll have to have Ops range multi-value bonuses. Okay? That's the only way this works. So let me ask again, Bubba Joe. Syndicate could do it. Exos can do that. Do we have any favors that currently do that?
1: Uh, Not that I'm aware of.
0: Do we have any officers that function this way? Nope. Do we have any ship abilities that function this way? No. Man. So is it accurate or safe to say that their game design space that they allegedly just gave themselves freedom and expansion and kind of wiping the slate clean, so to speak, with G6. Did they not just rip that sheet of paper like they left you this much again? Design space. You know what I'm saying? They made this much design space after having this much design space. It's exactly what they did with isolated damage, and it infuriates me. You create a canvas, and instead of allowing good game design to progress and take months and or years to fully utilize a feature, you decide, oh, this is something we could sell. We're going to hack it off in the next 30 days. Now to the point where nothing that is good on mining bonuses for a G6 player can be good for anybody else.
1: Well, that's not true
0: unless they scale a biops
1: well no i mean they could release an officer that adds 30 or forty thousand to the mining speed right you're telling me that wouldn't be good for a g4 or g5 player
0: you mean adding it uh, enhances the mining laser is what you're saying I actually you i gotta be honest with bonus, you i'm not a thousand if you percent a sure bonus, that that could be done
1: if you had a mining bonus that was 50000 to mining speed. You're telling me you couldn't use that in G4 or G5?
0: It, doesn't it look like I'm doing something right now? Would you please? What are you trying to do? He wants me to buy him V-Bucks. I did say I would give you some, not while I'm working. How do I even do this on here? This is not your normal account. I am not spending $37 on V-Bucks. We will do this later. <laughs> I'm not spending any money on that. We'll do it on your normal account. I don't, I don't understand, Baba Joe, the game design decisions that are made with things like this. I, I, to be honest with you, and can I just be straight, this was purely a reactionary editorial piece, Baba. I did not realize that that was what the mining laser of the Selkie looked like. That's stupid. That is stupid design. Plain out, dumb. Am I wrong, Bubba Jodes? Please tell me that I'm missing something vital here.
1: You're not missing anything vital. So this is dumb? Yes. Cool. Just
0: making sure. (sighs) So, back to mining. Uh, Bubba Joe for G six uh, again. G five, four, and three. Mining speed still important to you? Okay, cool. I'm hearing you. There's literally nothing that that could they they could do to G six to to make this any good.
1: Okay, just checking. Uh, you, you are ev- not missing anything.
0: Everywhere it matters says I might be wrong. It's to keep. Non-G6 miners for mining G6 mats. Okay? That That might be a thing. Okay? That might be a thing. Not entirely sure. Which is absurd. Well, maybe. K92 says I mean, <laughs> but you didn't even talk about the best part. Here's the best part. He can now mine isogen at 22 million an hour. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's good stuff. Um, listen, let let me let me try to refocus in, Bubba Joe. Let's spend ten minutes on something that maybe is not as bad. Let's talk about PvP. <laughs>
1: I can't even say that with a straight face.
0: Oh my god, Bubba Joe! Just say,
1: have you turned around on PvP?
0: Uh, no, no. PvC, uh, PvP still blows in this game, um, or at least. I don't know. Did they do anything this past month? Is, does Bubba Joe, does PDP still suck?
1: Uh, it, it has not changed.
0: Okay. So in other words, things like this are still happening. Like what we talked about at the beginning of the show, right? Where this 800 million power ship killed the 8 billion power ship. Things like this are, are still happening is what you're saying, right? That, that is, is still a thing. Right? Should this be a thing? This is a Sanctus, which is a G5 Rare, punching up three brackets of ship beyond the G5 Epic, beyond the G6 Uncommon, and going to the G6 Rare. Also, by the way, punching up four levels of research. Defeating a ship which clearly never got a shot off in one round against a ship that did use PvP abilities, PvP crew, and was only, Bubba Joe, ten times the strength.
1: So, there's a lot of things we don't know here, DJ. Please summarize. So, we don't know if it got stung. That's a big one. Okay. Okay. We actually don't know that it didn't get a shot off. If the Sanctus was Cerritos boosted, it would not show shield damage because the Cerritos boost would have given it. Oh, my God. We just scored a touchdown. Um. <laughs> sorry.
0: <laughs> I thought the Packers already secured it. Aren't we, aren't we they, going they to the playoffs? They did, and-
1: but I still want to beat Arizona. Oh. <laughs> um, All right. And it was like 50 yards, too. That's awesome. Okay. Um. So if you were Cerritos boosted, you would not show any shield damage because you're doubling your shield, right? So you could have taken shield damage and not, you know, had it not show up here. So it's possible that that happened, but there's a lot of other factors here. Things like Court of Q, things like um, below deck abilities, right? There's a lot of things that we don't see here. Now, do I think that this should be possible at all times? With no additional enhancements? No. That's the ridiculous thing to assume. But you're the one that's always said that there should be some ability to punch up. I agree. I know I have. But does this even seem mathematically possible? I mean, we've seen Karas that take out Pylums.
0: Yes, that's true. Which, again, should also probably not be possible. I've always argued for crossover, Baba Joe. You're the one who has said that it should only be one tier. I have argued that it could be I would agree. I I have argued that it could be here. a couple of tiers. All right. But right. this is this So the bigger this is big the
1: bigger problem with this. Okay, let me just summarize this. So there are a lot of things we don't know. They just we just don't. There are a lot of things that could be playing into this. But the biggest takeaway from this that we have seen time and again even with fights that are much closer, is that the G6 ships are awful. Straight up bad. We talked about
0: this on a previous show. The DPR, the mitigation, the firing pattern. These ships in a silo would be great, but in a game environment that still exposes them to G5, G4, uh, and other ships These things are garbage. The power is incredibly deceptive. Um, These ships do not stand up. As a matter of fact, you could take a lot of those what-ifs out, Reagan. You could take a lot of the what-ifs that Bubba Joe just talked about and take them out of that scenario, and this is probably exaggerated, but probably not wildly off the mark of what could happen naturally, okay? Take a look at this screenshot right here, okay? This occurred with no boosts, no, no uh, supports, no nothing. Okay. Now, granted, this pylum took damage, but Bubba, it took out a Dedarax with burning, five times more powerful than it was.
1: Why is that? Well, the Dedarax with or without burning is kind of irrelevant. Like it's not a tribute.
0: Okay, fair. That's fair. Okay,
1: if 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 you show me this same exact screenshot with a tribune that's going to fire five hundred shots in round two, that'd be a little bit different. But okay. I I would almost bet you that a tribune does better than this stegosaurus. Probably, um, <laughs> probably. Um, All right, this so, this kind of thing. It's neither here nor there. The this, but, but you know what? Is, this
0: kind of thing, I feel more comfortable with. Honestly, I can clearly see that I took damage. I couldn't just go through mowing the lawn of double D's, all right, or triple D's. Uh, I had the triangle on my side. I obviously had a very lethal combination in crew, okay? Shaxx didn't do anything in round one. That's right, Jonathan Ingram. So there are a lot of reasons why this is justified, or at least why this is mathematically possible, knowing that there weren't a bunch of boosts and supports and all this other stuff. All right, going back to this one, I don't get that same kind of warm and fuzzy.
1: But the biggest problem, okay, the biggest problem that we have with PvP today, okay,
0: is is
1: critical damage.
0: Critical damage. So, Bubba Joe, if you could name one thing that you would want to be corrected quicker than later, when it comes to PvP, what would it be?
1: So, there are lots of problems with PvP, DJ. Okay. Um, So, me as an Ops64, you as an Ops56, the critical damage that we are firing is very, very much higher than even a... (laughs) Thanks, Jonathan. I agree. I don't PvP, but I still (laughs) understand it. Um, We're asking the wrong person, aren't we, John? I know. All right. (laughs) All right. So, is that critical damage is so high, and then you have you get this bonus of 75% on top of that, right? So, my critical damage, okay, ballpark in PvP is right around a little bit more than 950%, okay? So, DJ, are you aware of what yours is off the top of your head?
0: Mine is not nearly that high. Um, before Whole Breach, I'm wanting to say I'm in the the five hundreds. So what would that be with hole breach? Like 700 and something. Probably. Yeah. 750, give or take.
1: So like, that's a really big number, right? And it's a big difference between you and me. Right. And then, I, because I have my Court of Q at 64 and you do not have your Court of Q at 64, is going to exaggerate that even further, okay? Because I'm going to lower your critical damage with my Court of Q, okay? So in PvP, there are a lot of factors that can separate players that may not seem like they should be that far separated or they should be a lot less separated. Things like the Court of Q building. Things like isolated damage to an extent. But really the problem is critical damage damage and you can't fix critical damage without fixing critical damage you can't do it with a prime or an officer or excuse me hang on a second
0: baba joe's choking on pretzels all right he's back Um,
1: (laughs) echo i think over my shoulder choking me Um, (laughs) he's like whoa 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 what are we talking about here all right, I'm kidding.
0: Uh, you cannot
1: fix critical damage across the board to cross all app slopes because take your Ops 35. We got an Ops 35 in the chat. What is your critical bonus? Oh, they're critical. I bet. 250? I'm betting it's less than that. I bet it's no more than 200. So it starts at 150. Maybe it's 200, right? And so something that would affect them, right, You know, you can't release something that's going to affect everyone the same because what would affect them is not going to affect me, right? Mm -hmm. What could be devastating to them is not going to affect me hardly at all, right? You could subtract 100% from their damage and now their criticals are worthless, whereas 100% bounces off of me and I'm like, eh, whatever. The only way to attack this problem is with scaled abilities or a global change not a prime not something you have to pay for a global change that controls critical damage now for all intents and purposes for players like myself and jonathan ingram that is a very specific word and it starts with an n huh go away echo um (laughs) oh nerf
0: is that yes. it? Yeah, nerf. Yes, yeah, that's gotcha. the word. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so, nerf power.
1: All right. Yeah, no, it needs to happen. That's the problem, right, right? Is It is nerfing a lot of people that have done a lot of research. So, what are we going to do, right? What is there to do? Well, I don't know that you can fix that problem. I honestly do not think that you can fix that problem without taking a massive global game changing effect. Okay. But that's not the only problem with PVP.
0: Oh, I lost bubba. There you are. Okay. That's not how the only we, problem. Sorry.
1: I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to catch my coughs, right? How does a Findra defeat a Pylum DJ?
0: The Findra defeats the Pylum by affecting what I am able to fire back. That's how Jonathan Ingram, you say magic smoke mohawk, but it is it is magic. Jonathan Ingram's sole purpose and, of, and joy in this game right now is, he's told me before, is trying to defeat the largest ships possible with the smallest ships possible. He can do that because he eliminates my ability to fire back. And this is something that we've talked a lot about, you know, with crit reduction crews or, or people who are using big crit crews and, and all this other stuff. Uh, there's a lot that can have to do with that. And we are going to leave it uh, right here, Bubba Joe, when we talk about what is happening with CRIT. And and let me just say this, because people are going to wonder why we're talking about this. I'm refreshing it because it's going to change. Okay? I'm not telling you what's going to happen. I'm not going to tell you if it's good or bad. I'm not going to tell you that I'm worried or not worried. I'm not going to tell you anything about it other than this coming month we're going to see another tweak in the critical damage formula, and I am making sure that everybody is kind of re-centered around the issue, and I kind of want to see what people's reactions are going to be to this, Bubba Joe, given so, the fact that that there's going to be a modification this coming month. I am not sure where I stand on it yet. The math doesn't...
1: So, DJ, I, I, got, more, does, I got more thinking to do. How does... A specifically a higher ops player, but how does a high a, a higher ops player take a much lesser ship and reduce your damage? He doesn't. It, what is it they're actually doing? He's eliminating my crit.
0: Correct. Right, it, what What's happening is, and we've talked about this before with the bajoran math, for example. Uh, he's taking my crit and turning my crit shot into zero percent, so that when I, if I'm using crit build and he's using crit damage reduction, what actually happens is I come down to 100% of my shots, fire 0% of damage. Right,
1: right. but his crit damage reduction is all passive. He doesn't have to put an officer on there to reduce your critical damage. Between Bajoran favors and the court of Q, that's all he needs.
0: Court of Q is okay. significant. Yeah, court of Q is big.
1: Okay, so if he's able to take your criticals and turn them off a of zero, and you're, all your firing is criticals because you're using either Honor Guard for or, or D- Dukat or not Dukat, but uh, G- Garrick, right, absolutely like he can just turn all of your damage off, right? And then he could just ping, 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 ping with his hey, shotgun, Yeah, he
0: kills right? me with, with spitballs, right? Isn't that what they used to say? Right. Uh, David and Goliath, the pebbles
1: uh, kind of thing. He's just going to kill me with pebbles. I don't think they ever called them spitballs, but they have pebbles. <laughs> yeah Um, that thing those things all right so so right that is a problem that is a game state that just straight up should not exist you should not be able to take someone's damage their critical damage of all things this state that should be that is harder to achieve harder to develop and to turn it into zeros right it doesn't it shouldn't happen all the time but now we've got the game state to where it does and so that should not be the state that exists right this is something that i'm not trying to remove all joy from the <laughs> game Jonathan. this is something <laughs> really was to remove
0: all my happiness and joy you know what
1: this Listen. is something that should not exist in the game right this is a problem so we have two ends of the same problem there is both too much and too little critical damage bonus how would you like to fix it dj well at the same time. Yeah. At the same time, there is too much and too little critical damage bonus. What's your solution? I don't
0: know. What are you what are you asking me? <laughs> I now I'm scared about what you're actually asking me. I'm not going anywhere further with this conversation. I no, want no, people no, DJ, to, I want, that's the you know problem, what? right? As that's
1: why this that's that's it. why the PvP conversation is hard.
0: Yeah, we're gonna stop it right here. We're gonna let the people think about it, Bubba. All right. Mainly because we're also running out of time. We're gonna let the people think about it. How do you legitimately fix this problem without, by the way, modifying PvP brackets? Cause that can't happen either. They're not gonna do that. Then Bubba Joe doesn't have anybody to play with. All right. So there is. There's a lot of facets to this problem. They uh they are going to take uh they're gonna they're examining it. All right, but let's just leave it what there. We've, we're go. What
1: we've described is these are both problems with PvP, right? I have at Ops 64 too much PVP or PVE critical damage. I do. I have too much. They can't design hostiles to deal with. We've talked about this repeatedly. What was the problem with uh, the freebooters, right? Is they were supposed to be hard and they weren't. The problem with a lot of the, like, 8472, they were supposed to be hard and they weren't. They have continually underestimated the ability of players of their combat capability in this game players have too much critical damage bonus agree and at the same time not enough right because on the other end of the spectrum you should never get to a point where it goes to zero there are two very distinct problems to be solved so should we be adding more damage to criticals well that just makes the other problem worse should we be limiting critical damage well that just makes that other problem bad right we If we just limit critical damage. I I, I got it.
0: I got it. I got it. I got it. Let's just introduce a new type of damage that uses a whole new formula and doesn't have anything to do with the previous form of damage. That should last us four or five years.
1: (laughs) So anyway, so (laughs) PVP combat fixing PVP combat in this game is difficult. It is troublesome. It is problematic. It is not a simple solution. And To be honest, we have not seen the level of complexity game design that Scopely has shown the ability to come up with something. I just don't see that that's happening. Like, I hope that it happens soon because the state of PvP is in right now is garbage. It just is. If you're not running Freeman, you lose to Freeman. You just do. So, like, if you're going out and sending four ships out to PvP... Three of them are going to lose. One of them is running Freeman. It's going to be fine. The other three are just going to lose. And that's gonna die. stupid.
0: Yeah, I agree. Hey, that's um, a
1: stupid state.
0: It is. It is. And we're going to see if Scopely, you know, listen, Scopely before has said they've got a plan. I don't know that I had a whole lot of faith in those words. Uh, we haven't really seen the state of PvP improved in any way, shape, or form since that time. Uh, and we shall see if it actually improves next month or if we continue on in the broken state of PvP that currently exists inside the game. That being said, we're going to wrap right there, Bubba Joe. I do have a hint to read. People have been asking for the last hour, and I have kind of, in fairness, teased it a little bit. They've got a hint that they want. So, Bubba Joe, uh, we should probably go ahead and give that to them. On Thursday, on Thursday, I read you a hint on Twitch. I'm going to read that to you again. Uh, That'll be your first one since I haven't given it on the podcast yet. And then I'm going to read you a hint that is fresh off the presses for today. All right. So here we go. Thursday's hint was the following in the roadmap, Scopely has teased making improvements has some players pleased in January. The fruits of their labor shall be evident without need for a favor in January. Players should hold on tight to the last rung. And maybe this month, Bubba Joe will sit down and be wrong. All right, that was the Thursday hint. And here is your fresh one for today. (laughs) Bubba thinks you don't need a favor, but I think it will be your savior. For without this one in particular to help you, your ship versus a new target will go boom. Perhaps we can find some help around this galaxy in space, but to find this help, we'll have to stare repair costs in the face. For in order to get better, first we must die. On these two sides of the coin of hazards, everyone will lie. Ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Bubba Joe, are you absolutely... First of all, I think Bubba Joe... I think Bubba Joe, if it, when he finally realizes what I'm pointing at here, is going to be so incredibly happy that I am finally... Um, <laughs> that I'm going to have to finally sit down and, and be wrong about, about hazards. All right? I'm just saying... No, listen. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. I'll read it again, and then I got to stop it. I'm already... <laughs> I'm already saying too much. Bubba thinks you don't need a favor, but I think it's going to be your savior. For without this one in particular to help you, your ship versus a new target will go boom. Perhaps we can find some help around this galaxy in space, but to find this help, we'll have to stare repair costs in the face. For in order to get better, we first must die on two hazards of the, on two sides of the hazard coin. Everyone will lie. Ladies and gentlemen, that that is my hint. All right. Um, Nobody, we can't. Bubba Joe can't talk about it. I can't talk about it. But you guys can talk about it. Trader can talk about it. Potts and Carkin and Aaron, you guys can all talk about it uh, on the the after show, the conclusion of the show if you win. But uh, I am going to uh, go ahead and get ready to bounce out. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to say thank you guys so very much for the clo uh, for the the show audience today. Spock Monkey says, "Do we get an 8 p.m. early release show tomorrow?" You do indeed. We will be here live with you. 24 and a half hours from right now, I'm going to be able to tell everybody what's going on. All right, your art, your January art preview sneak peek will be coming out tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Bubba Joe, uh, are you going to be with us at that time? I know there's a big football game, I think, going on tomorrow night too, right? Are you going to um, be watching that or are you going to be over here? Over where? Over here. Talking about what's going to happen with the January arc. Aren't you excited?
1: I do not contain my excitement.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Say it again. Say it again. I couldn't hear you. What? I I cannot cannot contain 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 my my excitement. excitement. There you go. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, there you go. Bubba Joe. I'm sorry, Damus. I can't do anything about it. That's the Scopely time. That's all I can do. That's the best I can do with it. Uh, Tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern time, you'll get your art preview. My name is Ultimate DJs. Thank you guys for hanging out and visiting us on this first episode of season five in the year 2024 here on talking Trek, star trek Fleet command's official podcast appreciate you one and all for being in our audience over 550 members in the live studio audience today bubba joe appreciate you guys so very very much for hanging out i'd like to invite you to visit our website at talkingtrekstfc.com talking trek, STFC. .com for you to find uh, links to our Twitch, links to our YouTube, where we've all... Bubba, I have already recorded Tuesday morning's video. Can you believe how on the ball I am? I don't believe you. Yes, I've already recorded it. It's done. It's ready. That way, like, I'm done with work tomorrow night. I'll just come. I'll do the preview. Then I go to bed. It'll be great. Oh, so amazing. So you guys can uh, get ready... Find out what's going on by watching and subscribing to our YouTube channel. That will be happening uh, there. Coming over to um, on on our TalkingTrackSTFC.com website. Also, Major Samo Scribbler, Captain Jesse Moore, John, and Iron Chef will be carrying you through the overnight. Uh, that will be happening this coming Monday after we give you your preview at 8 p.m. These guys will carry you through the rest of the overnight, starting at 11 p.m. and carrying you through maintenance and then bouncing you right back on over to our video. Really, really do appreciate the effort that these guys are uh, putting together to carry you guys through the overnight hours as we prepare for the first arc of January. Uh, first arc of 2024 in that uh, January arc. Thank you guys so very much. My name is Ultimate DJs. Thanking you for being a part of our live studio audience here at Talking Track. A registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I am Ultimate DJs, your friendly neighborhood cat person. y'all for now. Love you. Mean it. Catch you on the next one. Bye-bye, everybody.